Hello, sports fans. Welcome to Bold Sports. This is Steve. And Matt. We will be discussing all Pittsburgh sports from Steelers to Penguins and Pirates with some talk on local colleges, and we may have a rare look at Whitfield. Tune in each week at Sorgatron Media for Bold Sports. Hey, folks. How's it going out there? Welcome back for another episode of Bold Sports. We're in episode 55. Matt, this should be a pretty good weekend for you. I had a good weekend. I mean, you know how we talked about the Pitt-Notre Dame game yeah. last week and how I'm kind of like both sides on that. Me too. You know. Um, I was at work wearing my Notre Dame jersey and my Pitt hat. Yeah, so like I I was kind of pulling for Pitt the whole way. Like I kind of uh, I was like. In my heart, I felt like I wanted Pitt. Uh, in my heart, I was sitting there. I'm like, man, I was like, I don't care who wins this game, but it's a hell of a game. I was like, if Pitt wins, it'll be a big boost. Pitt, Pitt needs to find an identity other than spoiler. Yeah. Um. But if Pitt would have won, I wouldn't have been mad. I'm glad Notre Dame won. They remain undefeated. They move up in the top four. Yeah, they're on. They're on track for the playoffs. Yeah. And like, you know, it's like whenever that game happens, it's it's just like you know, it's like going to be this Armageddon, and then like whatever like happens, that's like the new world that you live with after the game. You know, so it's either like Pitt pulled an upset and they got their like quote unquote signature win, you know, and it probably keeps Narduzzi around like an extra year. And, you know, or on the other hand, you get Notre Dame winning and they get to go be in their playoff and Pitt gets to go on and, you know, still they still get to try to qualify out of a wide open, uh, you know, division within the ACC. So that both teams still have something to look forward to. They do. They do. Um, so it wasn't a bad afternoon of college football. It was great. I mean, I, I was – Saturday was a super long day for me at work. And I was, uh, I went to work at 7 a.m. I did it to myself. I was originally scheduled 2 to 12, or 2 to two to 11, mm. actually. Uh, one of the, uh, one of my other coworkers resigned her position with the company. So that left a shift open, and I said, yeah, I'll take it. And I was like, I just put myself on 7 a.m. until... 11 and then up staying until 12 30 1 o'clock something like that um long day long day real long day um i i functioned on on uh mountain dew in the morning for breakfast i stopped and got two for four monster at the pit stop on the way to work there on uh bower hill road on the corner of bower hill and painters run and then um whoa man yeah you're all the way down there well, I take that way to work. I yeah. mean, I work at Bridgeville. Shit. I mean, I I go to the chiropractor on Vanadium. Nice. I don't ever get down to like the flat part anymore. <laughs> you know? But uh, so yeah, and then so and then I killed the one monster at work before like ten, and then the other one I cracked at like eight, and I had a red bull or two in the middle. Ooh. <laughs> man, you're racing. Man. And then and then I was on and then I was also on uh, on, on you know my roll your own smokes too. Yeah. So that kept me going throughout the day. I did get to eat actual food at some point. I did have some like awesome like food at work. Uh, That's cool that you you know do you get like a discount or do you oh yeah do you get, you a, get a shift meal or we, you got to pay for it? We get a hefty discount. You get a hefty dis- discount. Though. Yeah, we get a hefty discount. And you get a little break to eat it or I, I <clears throat> or no like. Uh, I get some time, not a lot, but some. I mean, I used to be a cook, so I've eat, I've eaten. Oh yeah, you know, I mean, shit, I still eat over the counter. Yeah, What's but, the we'll, but what was know? cool is okay. So we'll we'll talk more about college football in a little bit. But I had a one of my other coworkers said, "Hey, he goes, you got a hundred bucks on you." 
I'm like, no. I says, why? What do you need a hundred bucks for? He said, actually, it'd be a buck and a quarter. He goes, there's this bet that I want to place. He goes, but I don't have 250 on me, so you want to split it with me. I'm like, what bet do you want to take? He says, Pitt to cover, Michigan State to cover, um, Iowa State to cover, and LSU to cover. Hmm. Three out of the four outright won. Yeah. <laughs> and then Pitt covered. I was like, man, I don't have a bucket of quarter on me, and I don't want to, like, when would we have to be? He goes, payoff day. He goes, payoff day and collection day is Wednesday. I'm like, it's branded. <laughs> All right. So I mean, if if it were legal, it would be branded. But I, I mean, no one gambles because it's you know. Yeah, I mean, it's not legal here. Yeah, yeah, right. I mean, yeah. So my coworker Brandon just is like, I'm like, man, I don't even have a hundred on me to even like tell you to make that call. I can't even guarantee you I'm going to make a hundred in cash the next two days. And he's like, he's like, he goes, this kind of, he goes, this kind of, that's going to come in. It's going to come in. He goes, he goes, it's like. Some bitch motherfucker came in. Yeah. It all worked out. I'm like, man, I wish I... I wish I just would have pulled the trigger. It's because I didn't have the bucket of quarter on me. Well, I mean... If I would have had the bucket of quarter on me, I would have taken it out of my wallet, folded it up, and set it aside in a nice little pouch where I would have forgot about it. I think we kind of, like, ran out of time a little bit, but also we don't really like Penn State that much, and I think we kind of, like, poo-pooed... Oh, yeah. ...the likelihood that that game could have gone wrong. Oh, well... Um, like, Michigan State, like... I didn't realize they had actually snuck into the top 25. Barely. And, they snuck and, in. They were quiet. And they're always creepers. something to reckon with. Like, they they take it seriously. Like, Penn State's probably their second biggest rival behind Michigan. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, like, that, you know, and that was a, that's kind of, that's kind of silly, though. Like, that was a low-scoring game. Like, Penn State should have scored way more points. I mean, Penn State plays two games. 56 to nothing, or they squeak by... Yeah, and that squeaking by sometimes just isn't enough. Yeah, I mean they played Ohio, they lost to Ohio State, which was a superior game. Yeah, I, I mean, mean OSU. I mean, was, I mean that that game yeah, honestly could have won either way. Mm-hmm. Penn State was winning the majority of the game. Ohio State made a comeback. That's all. that Yeah, was. well, like I mean, Penn State blew it. Oh yeah, I mean, but and they I, kind of they kind of and we talked at the beginning of college football is that Penn State's not at the level that Penn State people think they are. I mean, I mean it's a big deal when you like lose your quarterback. And, and your running back. Star running back. And your star. I mean, first of all, who I should have drafted in fantasy. I I could have had the opportunity to draft him too, and I didn't. I took a, a Camara first round. Yeah. But, yeah, you lose your quarterback, you lose your uh, running back, and you lose your uh, uh, two defensive uh, DN and a safety. Yeah, I mean. Like, obviously, you lose them because they graduate. But, or they leave early and go pro. Um, it's not like. You know, but it happens every so many years. Colleges have a shitty down year. So you didn't. So you didn't win your bet because you didn't. I didn't make the bet. I didn't make t- the bet. I didn't make the you bet. Would have won the bet. I would have won the bet if I would have. If I would have said yeah. If I would have. Well, had you a don't bet. win one hundred percent of the bets you don't make. Right. Think about that. Yeah, but also, I didn't have a. If I would have had a buck and a quarter on me, I would have said yeah. Yeah. To here, and I would have ran the numbers real quick and see if it was a smart bet or not. I mean. Fourteen parlay, all to cover. What was the, what was the spread on the Pitt Notre Dame game? Twenty one. Twenty one. Yeah, I like Pitt to cover. Mm-hmm. They get into shootouts and they keep up. You know the problem with Pitt, just like the second half, like they didn't score any points in the yeah. second half again. Yeah. Except for the kickoff return, which was like so like after that man, like I was so pumped up. 
You know? Like, how, how can you not even get, like, a field goal? I know. Off of and that momentum, running back the opening kick after playing the way you did in the first half. Yeah, it was, like, ridiculous. Like, I watched that whole game at work. Like, but I even in like, that case, like, three touchdowns, like, yeah, I, I could see them covering. So mm-hmm. that's that's smart. The line on uh, – so the, all these lines were double-digit lines. The line on the Michigan State-Penn State game was uh, 13. The line on the West Virginia game uh, with Iowa State was – 14 and a half, and then the line on the Georgia LSU game was like 12 and a half. So, and they were all dogs, but they had a double digit. And I'm like, it's like, I was I'm like, Michigan State's going to come in and get Penn State help. They're going to cover. I was like, there's no way Penn State's blowing out Michigan State. They always play in tough. I was like, there's no way Notre Dame's blown out Pitt. I was like, because Notre Dame's like Penn State. They either blow you out 56 to nothing or they squeak by. Uh, look what they did against Ball State earlier this year. Yeah. I mean, you know. Um, and then you had uh, the West Virginia. I'm like, West Virginia's due. And they're playing in Iowa Iowa State. I'm like, eh. hmm. that was the That was the iffy one that I was scared about. And then the yeah. Georgia-LSU game. That's just SEC football. And that's like, I can see that game going 56 to 48. Yeah. But I didn't see LSU beating Georgia. Georgia's number two at the time. Like, I mean, LSU was number eight, so it's not like... LSU always gets rated high until mm-hmm. they have to play somebody else for real. Yeah, until they play Alabama. And you, you never... Well, no, but I mean, like, Georgia's for real. Georgia's for real. They you are. Know? And um, it looks like LSU's for real now, too. Yeah. Again. Yeah, so, I mean, I guess we'll just roll with the NCAA right now and not come back to it later or we can hit it later whatever but Pitt yeah they did have a hell of a game there against Notre Dame now here's the deal all like Pittsburgh teams except for Penn State all regional college teams and pro teams are on bye week this week Pitt's on the bye week they come back next week they host Duke at Hinesfield Notre Dame uh, of course they just finished playing Pitt last week they're on a bye week and then they go play Navy next Saturday in San Diego Oh wow! So that's always a big game. Yeah. Usually it's like it's like what is it like? Uh, they have a pit, or sorry, uh, the the Notre Dame Navy game is in South Bend one year, Annapolis the next year, and then it's a neutral field, and then it's back to South Bend, and then back to Annapolis. Like it, it's like a three year cycle. Every yeah. three years, like the one year it was in Philly, the one year it was in Yankee Stadium. Mm-hmm. Uh, this year it's in San Diego. Played they played it. DC or they played in FedEx. They, they field played in FedEx Field. Yeah. Um, I mean, so they should bring it here. They should play I'd here. Love it to come here. It'd yeah, be awesome. I'd go to that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, Notre Dame could sell out. You know, Notre half Dame, a Heinz Field Notre, playing just about anybody. In Notre Dame saw all Heinz Field. Eh, I mean, when they come, like, there's a lot of Notre Dame fans, but there's a lot of Pitt fans that go to. Yeah, oh, well, the Notre Dame the Pitt games. The, one, the Notre Dame Pitt games. One of the few games that sells out of Heinz Field. Same right, as, so I mean, if Notre Dame played Ball State at Heinz Field, like I'd say that they could not. They could sell. 50, they could 000. not sell out the entire capacity. They would do fifty thousand. Fifty thousand, maybe. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I and mean, the Notre Dame Navy game. I mean, you could play that at Frick Park. <laughs> oh, you could because they, like you'd have to stand like four rows deep. Is all the more you could do. I mean, they turn that rugby field into like marshes and shit. Yeah. So. 
I mean, yeah. Pitt, the, all, the, all the Gaelic football used to play down there. Now they play out in like. Uh, now they, yeah, now they play out in. Um, out twenty eight, like past the mills. Yeah, it's way out there. Yeah, I, I I used to go. I used to go to like rugby and, and Gaelic football games down in the uh, down in the holler down there in Frick Park. Yeah. Uh, Penn State uh, again. They took a hell of a loss to Michigan State. They have Indiana uh, rolls into Happy Valley this weekend. Uh, that is your local college team that is not on a bye week. WVU. Well, they really they really planned that pretty poorly. Yeah, right. Like it could be a game against you know, someone they actually want to watch. Yeah, I mean, why couldn't they be playing <clears throat> Michigan State this week or Michigan or for that yeah. matter? Uh, WVU did have that horrible loss on Saturday um, to Iowa State Cyclones, um, and then they actually have this weekend off, but they play Thursday night. Uh, with Baylor, I believe. Yeah. Okay. So, well, I keep getting, ever since West Virginia lost, I've been getting this like ad in my Twitter feed. It's like for Cheez-Its and it says that West Virginia is going to the Cheez-It Bowl. And that, that sounds about right. It's, it's possible. You know, Cheez-Its aren't like a national championship playoff level snack, but they're pretty good. And West Virginia is still going to get a pretty good bowl game. You know, they, they just need to win the rest of their games. I mean, they can still win the Big 12 and get a serious bowl. Yeah. They're just not going to get a Final Four. No. Unfortunately, like, they needed to go undefeated, probably. They did. So, here you go. Uh, we'll run this real quick. Alabama's number one. Ohio State's number two. Clemson's three. Notre Dame's in four. LSU moves up to five. Michigan six. Texas seven. Georgia's eight. Oklahoma's nine. UCF is up at ten. Uh Florida's 11, Oregon's 12, WVU dropped to 13, Kentucky's 14, Washington 15, NC State 16, Texas A&M 17, Penn State um, 18, Iowa's at 19, Cincinnati's at 20, USF, wow, USF moved up too, to 21, uh, Mississippi State's 22, Wisconsin's 23, Michigan State moved up 1 to 24, and Washington State's in at 25. Wow. Um did you see any of that Washington-Oregon game? I did not. I saw some highlights from it, but I didn't get to watch the, the whole game. I saw, like, the finish with the, the iced kicker where he made he made the one that went off before the timeout and right. then missed the next one. Of course. That, that, the, that, that, the, the ice kicker actually worked. It actually worked for, for Oregon, like, in Oregon's favor because Washington was trying to win. And then they went to overtime and uh, – you know, Washington just got a field goal, and then Oregon got a touchdown. And so here's what here's what I don't like, and how I the college football is still skewed. UCF is at number ten, at six and zero. Cincinnati is at twenty, at six and zero, and USF is at twenty one, at six and zero. I guess it's just because they're in shitty conferences. There's two lost teams ahead of them. Like, I mean, these and, are, these are not the playoff rankings yet. You know, like they don't they don't take the formulas into account. Yeah, this is this, this is this is just like voting, right? This is like the it's the A people, yeah. Yeah, so it's so this is like people like flexing their opinion, saying that like I don't think Central Florida, you know, should be in the top five, you know, despite the fact that they have the longest winning streak in college football in Division One, right? Currently, they just have a shitty conference. They just don't they don't play the top competition, you know. None of them play top competition week in and week out, but there's no like you Clemson think, in their conference. Do you think UCF no could move up to ACC? Could they? 
Right. You, As they're presently constituted, yes. Yeah. I mean, current, I mean, if they could, if they could have just like started in the ACC at the beginning of this year, like, you know, that'd be awesome. But uh, that's not that's not how it works. I mean, they'd they'd have to like graduate players and keep building a program that's like on that same caliber. But yeah, like they got a better football program than Wake Forest right now. Probably better one than Pitt right now. Who's the biggest name to come out of UCF? I, I can't name one player. I mean, Dante Culpepper. Okay, okay, I know, I know him. I mean, that's the only I, name I know that's out of UCF that was like a big name that did something well in the NFL. It's in Orlando. Yeah, UCF's Orlando. USF is Tampa. Tampa, but UCF's like a big school. I mean, this is a, oh yeah, it's not a s- small school. Yeah, they're Division One, but they're in Conference USA, CUSA Conference, I think. Yeah, so yeah. that's. I mean, that's part of the problem. Was like. There was all this conference realignment, um, you know, the Big East is no more, uh, and it absorbed all the teams. Well, I think the there ACC. is. I think there is a Big East, but it's not. It's basketball. It's, it's for basketball. basketball. It's basketball, and it's what the Big East started out to be was basketball. Yeah, I like the Big East basketball. That's Big East basketball is still good. I mean, I watch that on occasion, but I mean, there's no like other big teams that you think of the Big East. There's none of the Pitt, the Boston College, the Syracuse, the Rutgers. You know, all that. I mean, it's back to the Catholic League almost. And yeah. then you got some schools that are in the Big East that are not in the East. <laughs> True. Yeah. I mean, it's the name, though. Like, the name recognition, you know, it's properly applied to a basketball conference because that's what it was in the beginning. That's what it was in the beginning. So, even though they're not all Eastern teams, like, it's still a quality, you know, it's that's basketball. Like, it's... It's not really basketball season yet for us because, like, even though the NBA just started, like, tonight we don't have an NBA team here in Pittsburgh. So, you know, we'll talk more about basketball during college basketball season, I would imagine. Yeah. But just in, in terms of, like, the realignment, like, you know, it was all football-driven. And the, the schools that didn't have football, a lot of them ended up being teams that were in the original Big East. You know, and they needed to get some competition, well, so yeah, they, well, they had to bring in teams that were from the Midwest. Well, like I said, the whole 30 for 30 series, no matter which one you watch, they're all fucking awesome. Yeah, they're all good. But the one on the Big East, it was like, and it broke it down like, hey, the Big East was actually Joe Paterno's idea. And he needed, he's like, we need a Big Eastern powerhouse conference for football, this, that, everything. Well, then the Catholic schools got together and got the idea for basketball. And then he says, well, we got to be, have some notoriety. In football as well, so that's how Pitt and Syracuse and Rutgers and Boston College got thrown in there. Yeah, you know because they had the football notoriety. Yeah, you know West Virginia and whatnot. I mean, so that was that was weird that they didn't have Penn State in that. Well, no, they all banded together to keep Joe Paul's ass out. Yeah, they're like, we don't want you. <laughs> in hindsight, that was probably the right decision. It was Joe Paul's idea, and then they and then they they went ahead and did it and kept it as his. I ass just, out. I, I, I guess it was just like. You know, back then, like, I don't know. Probably, it's probably it's probably better that they didn't get involved with Joe Paterno. Yeah. That's all, that's all I'm going to say. I'm going to leave it at that. Uh, stick with basketball. The uh, NBA did start uh, tonight. Uh, I've, I heard some rumblings that LeBron had a somewhat serious good game in Portland. Um, I know from watching uh, first take this morning that Saturday – on ESPN's College Football All Day, and then they're ending the live sports Saturday night with the mm-hmm. Lakers' first home game and okay. LeBron's first game in L.A. 
as a Laker. That'll be big. Um, so that'll probably, I mean, that, that, that'll be a, what, 10-30? They're playing the Rockets, I think. Yeah, they're playing Houston. The, Houston got blown out at home by the Pelicans in their opener. Right. I got to see a little bit of that. And I don't know if the Lakers won or not. I know LeBron's apparently had a good game, and, like, his first two were, like, tomahawk slams and shit. So, I mean, LeBron's the old guy on that team right now. Uh, with the Lakers. Um, hey, I don't know how long this is going to last, but there are free NBA games on the Bleacher Report app right now. Okay. If you have it. So, like, not the games that are on national TV, like the the games that I wanted to watch last night were that were on ESPN. Like, those were not available on Bleacher Report, but there's, like, you know. Like, but you can watch, like, an extra game but you could watch, like, the Charlotte Bobcats. Yeah, or, like, the Wizards or something. The Wizards you know? or whatever. I mean, there weren't as many games on tonight, so I didn't even bother with it because the ones that were on were, you know, national games. I, I mean, my NBA knowledge goes to whatever I hear on ESPN and whatnot. I don't seek out to watch games. Yeah. Like, I'll probably end up watching, like, when the Lakers go back to Cleveland or, you know, um, I'll probably end up watching a Philly game here or there. You know, and I only watch that because it's T.J. McConnell. I mean. Yeah. I mean, I watch it. Whatever you got, like, just, you know, lay it on. I watch the sports. You know, know, I mean, there's – and hockey's on right now. So, I I watch a hockey game over basketball any day of the week. Yeah, tonight was all about baseball for me. Tonight was all about baseball. It could have been, like – Well, I was flipping between – NBA jam with, like, guys on fire and shit, and I wouldn't have watched it. (laughs) I I wanted to watch a baseball game. Yeah, I mean, I was flipping between. I started off with the Pens game, then I went to – Thursday night football tonight, and then I went to the Red Sox game, and I went back to the Pens game, and that Pens game was quick tonight. Yeah, it was over by like nine thirty. Yeah, it was over before nine thirty, and that was a fast game. They weren't calling shit. They weren't. (laughs) (laughs) Good to hear. Good to hear. I I didn't get to see it. You know. I mean, there wasn't a lot going on, but they were letting them play. I mean, we like that. Yeah, I mean. There was too short, you know. Yeah, there, there there wasn't some serious uh, penalties missed, but there weren't really any called either. So. I mean, it's not like you can't say it was impeding scoring. I mean, one team managed to score three goals. Three goals, Toronto. Yeah, you know. Yeah, speaking of that, the Pens did play tonight. They played Toronto. Toronto was on fire coming in this game. They were five five game win streak. Um, Pens put a stop to that in front of uh, the Toronto home crowd up there north of the border. Um, good old Malkin, man. He, he, six seconds on the first power play. Psh, score. Nice. He went through the wickets, five hole. Um, and then, uh, he had a second goal in the second period and Latang finished it off, um, with a goal at the end of the third. I don't know if it was an empty netter or not. At that point I was watching a baseball game, but the Latang goal came through on my, on my, uh, ESPN alert. And then the final came through like right after that. So I'm assuming it might've been a empty net situation. But also, it was Latang's 100th career goal oh. uh, tonight uh, for him. Congratulations, so, Christopher. Congratulations, Chris. Uh, and it's early in the season. Like we always said, hockey's got three seasons. The first half, the second half after the All-Star break, and then the playoffs. Um, so don't get your panties in a bunch. The Pens are in fourth right now. But they're tied. It's interesting that you say that, but so few people heed your advice. <laughs> like online, especially. oh Okay, like, everybody gets mad online. Just exactly <laughs> find something else to get mad about. Like it's too early to get mad about the Penguins. I mean, the Pens' record is is uh, I have it written down here. Where are we at? Uh, yeah, Pens' record right now is three one and two. Just three don't wins, have a disaster. Three wins, one <laughs> loss, and two overtime losses. They have a total of eight points. But you know what? 
the three teams in front of them, two of them also have eight points, and one has nine. So the first place team has nine, and then there's the next three have eight points. They're all tied for second, essentially. I mean, now if you go and buy tiebreakers, yeah, the Pens are in fourth. That's why they're in the fourth slot. Oh no! But the but, playoffs. If the playoffs started today, if the playoffs started after six games in, or yeah, after six games in the season, if they started today, they'd be over by Christmas. <laughs> Is that what you want? Like, do you want? Do you want to like have the whole rest of winter to look at with no hockey? I know, right? Like, there's, there's a reason for this. Like, yeah. just relax. So again. The first part of the, the first half of the season is to put yourself in a position to not have to dig yourself out of a big hole in the second half of the season. The second half of the season after the All Star break is to put yourself in a position to be in a top four position going into the playoffs. And if you're not in the top four position, but you still make the playoffs, you're still good. You just have a different approach to it. And then, of course, the playoffs are a whole other season in itself. So don't get your pains in a bunch, folks. It's, it's early. I mean, or do, if that's what you're thinking, like, just, you know, like, if you, if you, if focusing on, like, your panties being in a bunch is what makes you happy, then, like, find something else to get them there. That's all I'm saying. Like, don't get hockey and, and, like, don't, don't be anxious about the pens, man. It's going to be okay. You know? That's all I'm saying. I mean, and, and, you know, Crosby, Crosby said in an interview that he thinks Connor McDavid is the best player in the NHL right now. Of course, Crosby's going to say that because he can't say, yeah, I'm the best fucking player I think he's just taking, like... I bullshit, mean, bullshit lessons from Ben Roethlisberger. I think maybe I think, <laughs> that interview was funny. Uh, <laughs> but no, like, seriously, like the comedic stylings, like the physical comedy of Ben Roethlisberger. He's like Mr. Bean. Uh, yeah. But anyway, like we got uh, Steeler talk. But, we got that later. Yeah. Um, but no, seriously, the you know hockey's great. I mean, I watch uh, ESPN Plus is showing mm-hmm. uh, some hockey games. Yeah, it's coming in handy for me. Of course, if you're uh, in an in-market game, the pens are already going to be on, so they're going to be blacked out on ESPN+. Plus. Yeah, Unless just... you're traveling and you happen to be, like, out of the PA market and you have the ESPN on Plus on your phone, you can watch it. Yeah. You yeah. know, and that, which is good. Um, not all the time. Not all the time. They pick different games. Yeah, it's like... I think yeah. they're showing, what, 12 games a week? Something like that. It's so, like one or two a day. Yeah, it's basically. like one or two a night. I mean, it might not be what you want, but it's hockey. You know, sometimes when I get on whenever those days I do get home from work at like nine thirty. Hey, guess what? There's a West Coast game on. Yeah, watch whether that. it's on NBC Sports or whether it's on ESPN Plus. Oh. I mean, and you can get that going. Which yeah, is, I've got the I've got the late night vibe going. Like I was I was thinking about, you know, I was kind of bummed today because like, you know, I had to work. I didn't want to spend a bunch of money on concert tickets back in like. You know, April when tickets went on sale. Um, I didn't. I I was watching my apps that I use all day today for Metallica tickets. For Metallica tickets tonight, and the lowest they went down on the apps, and these are the apps that like the ticket price gets lower. Yeah. So, twenty minutes after the show started, they were still at one hundred and twenty dollars. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, see, like, I. You know, like, I bet you. But I'm, I just know that even if I like ran into one of those tickets somehow, like I couldn't go because I had to work. Right. And that's like the, that's like the price you pay when you work a job that has you on that kind of shift. You don't get to go to. Every well, place. and I had this weird shift tonight where I actually worked twelve in the afternoon till seven at night. Yeah. I did a private event and, it, and that's all I did. So it was cool. I'm like, man, I can still go to this fucking show. Talk to Amanda and she's like, no, you can't. I'm like, why? It's like she goes, because I don't have any money until midnight. I'm like, uh huh. Damn you, direct deposit. Like, can't you come through quicker? 
But, uh, you know, and so forth. But, yeah, the cheapest, I bet you if I would have went down the arena and wandered my ass around, somebody would have had an extra. I probably could have got one off a of scalper. I mean, I think my threshold would have been about 100 bucks. Yeah. The issue is I would have needed 100 bucks to have it. Mm-hmm. I would have, I would Again, if I would have made that fucking bet on Saturday, I would have split a nice little pot. But no, because I didn't have the money on me at that point in time to make the bet, I didn't make it. Because why? Steve's a smart gambler. Yeah. Said no one ever. No. But, but it's, 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 I think a good rule to live by is, like, don't gamble away the money that you don't have yet. Yeah, I mean, I don't need fucking, you know... Fucking Frankie coming after me because I owe him a hundred. I owe him a hundred and fifty bucks. Yeah, you know I like all my fingers. I got to use them to work. <laughs> Not that any of the guys that I know that do that kind of thing would actually probably break bones or whatnot. But you don't want to give them a reason to think about it. Well, like while we're, while we're on gambling, I don't want to. I don't want to like get into Steelers stuff right now. But I I did miss the block pool. Uh, I, so I I would have won I would have won the fourth quarter if the Steelers had just stopped scoring when the Falcons or uh, so, when the speaking of blockful, I run the one at work. Yeah. Go figure. Steve, you've got a, you've got the head for it, you know. You know, so I run the block pool at work. Well, I hit the first quarter for twenty five bucks. Yeah, because we pay out we pay out twenty five for the first and third, seventy five on a half, and a buck and a quarter for the final. Mm-hmm. So I hit the first quarter for twenty five bucks. And I posted my little work chat. Hey, I didn't do it at the halftime. I'm like, first quarter was hit by me. Second quarter was hit by this person. I was like, see you on my next shift for your envelope. And then they're like, wait, you won? I'm like, yeah, like you run the pool. How can you win? I'm like, it's, I got the same chance as everybody else does. Yeah, look at the thing. I was like, look at the block. I was like, I take the picture of it and send it out in our work chat. I'm like... I have the same shit. Ch- I was like, besides that, I'm still down for the year on the fucking pool. Yeah. I had 25 bucks. I'm still down 10 for the season. Yeah, we didn't know our numbers going in. But oh, like, you never know your numbers going in. Well, I I mean, not when you pick the blocks. Well, yeah, 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 Like, oh, going oh. into, like, watching the game. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. as the play was unfolding, I wasn't thinking about my, like, money. Right. I was just thinking, like, they need to score... They don't have a lot of time left. Yeah. So apparently they need to get down there and do something. About I was this. at work on Sunday, but apparently my my boss was standing next to the one girl behind the bar talking to the bartender, and this and she goes, "All right, the Steelers scored." Uh, she goes, "That's good. We're winning." And then he whispers, in her, he looks at her and says, "By the way, if they miss this two point conversion, you win the final on the pool." She's like, are you fucking serious? So she's standing like, please miss the two-point conversion. Please miss it. And then, of course, they made it. Dude, the fourth quarter on my block pool changed four times over. Yeah. Like, the winner, it, it, it could have went one of, like, seven different ways on it. I mean, it was ridiculous. Dude, I worked in a kitchen when we had the um, Super Bowl party for Patriots-Panthers. And <laughs> I was too busy doing the buffet. I didn't I didn't know my numbers, and I, and I was just happy that I was done, like, with cleaning up the buffet. Like, in time to watch the fourth quarter. And I, I actually, like, spiked a dish rag like a football when Carolina went up a score at one point in the fourth quarter. And, like, the person who, like, was running the blocks was like, why are you why are you cheering? And it was, like, two grand. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, really? Like, I mean, I just don't want New England to win. And uh, I, still, I still had the right numbers where, like, once it went into overtime, like, I still had a chance, like, I don't know, it's just, that was a bad game. Uh, my biggest hit on a Super Bowl, I've only hit one Super Bowl pull, and I hit it for, um, for 2500 
That's yeah. Because that was a hundred dollar block, so it was like yeah. $2,500, $2,500 half. I hit the half for twenty five hundred, and it was like five hundred, five hundred, twenty five hundred, and then the final was like, you know, like five thousand or whatever, or however it worked out. See, it's it's different when it's like a game you don't care about because then you can like root for the scores. Yeah, you know, like I, I don't like knowing my numbers when it's a Steelers game, but like the bye week, like I'm on the bye week block. Oh yeah. So I I didn't even know what they they didn't even decide what game they're doing yet. It's either the Sunday night or the Monday night. They do it. They do an afternoon game, I think, because they don't like being open at night. You know, it's up in Sands. Oh yeah. So like, you know, it's it's like one of the afternoon games. Oh. Like there, there's going to be at least three. You know, depending on what whenever they want to open and like what game they want to do it for, and uh, you know that's that's cool. Fun fun little bye weekend. Yeah, yeah. Like be. you're like, so what game are we doing this week? All right, I have a reason to watch the Cleveland game. Yeah, exactly. And, like, and maybe it's not well. Other the reason to watch the Cleveland game is that. You know, we need to beat them in the standings because we screwed ourselves in the first. In the first you know, game of season four. Well, yeah, that tie against the Browns. So, um, all right, I think we're gonna go ahead and take a little break right now. Come back, and we got some um, local playoffs to talk about. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. So we're gonna go ahead and take a break. Um, you're gonna hear some things going on up at Sorgatron Media Studios in Beachview. Um, those folks up there are awesome and produce our podcast and send it out for you folks to listen to. So check out Sorgatron Media, see what else they got going on with Awesome Cats, Fishing Without Bait, and uh, Wrestle Mayhem, and uh, several other um, shows that they have. So we'll be right back in just a few moments. Let's talk tech. Tech news discussions from the people in the industry right here in Pittsburgh. Online, gadgets, startups, and more. Check it out at awesomecast.net. All right, folks, and we're back uh, for our second segment here. I did mention that we have local playoffs. I mean, I guess you're talking about the Riverhounds. Right? Yes. Riverhounds. Is this their first time in the playoffs? No, they, they were in it a couple years but ago. But it's their first playoff yeah, home game. Yeah, they didn't play at home. It's their first playoff home game. So... Saturday at Highmark Stadium, uh, they got Bethlehem Steel yeah. coming into town. Uh, the Hounds did finish the season in the third position in Group A. Um, so that means Bethlehem Steel finished in the sixth position. Okay. That's that's the game I saw. That's the one I went to. Oh, yeah, yeah. Last time they were here. How'd they look? I mean, we, we're better. They, I mean, this is when, like, the River Hounds, like, you remember how they weren't scoring? Like this, this is when they started to really like wake up, find the net. It, it for me, it started with that Bethlehem game. Nice. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, there's good reason to be optimistic about this. Like they're really pushing hard to get people into the seats, into the stadium. Um, I think it's called fill the mark. Hashtag fill, hashtag fill the mark. Yeah, I think it's hashtag fill the mark. Yeah. So you know, if you can be there, you know, you should be there. Um. I mean, shoot, it's only two hours. Like, you're going to have a blast. You, know? you get to drink dollar beers before the game. You get to drink dollar game. beers and hang out at the pub. Like, you know, there's standing room in the end zone by the pub, first of all. Um, you, I think I read that the – well, I, I don't know if this is true or not, but it, it looked like the advanced ticket sales anyway for the, um, the new stand in the um, – I guess it would be like the east end zone of the stadium, which was like the seating upgrade that – the USL required of them. Right, right, right. Um, and that's the one where the back of it's, the back of the seats are, are 
facing the Sheridan. Yes. Yeah. So that that's that's in there. That's that's built, and there's there's a lot more seating down at that end. Um, but like they're they're looking to make it the biggest crowd in Highmark Stadium history. I've I've been in that place when it is when it's packed. I mean, albeit it was for Whippeal football game. Um, that it was. But this is a bigger capacity now. So, like, yeah, like, I guess even if it was sold out for that Central versus Seneca Valley game that I went to. Um, I went for the Central North Hills game. Yeah. And it was pretty packed. Uh, and then I went to um, Punk and Drublick. Yeah. And Punk and Drublick was just punk show festival and a beer fest, all the same thing. But they weren't a, in the stands, though. No, it was stands, field, everything. Really? It was they had a stage set up with the back to the river. Oh, okay. And then they had all these beer vendors and everything all throughout the field and the stadium and the stands and then they had the field. It was a it was an all day long punk show. Yeah, I remember hearing with, about with it. The craft, you with, went to this this re- most yeah, recent one? Yeah, yeah. With, was it with, fun? It was awesome. Other than the fact it was ninety five fucking degrees. Um Well a lot of stuff happened in ninety five degree heat this summer. Right or rain, people people soldier on and they they you know they do their bit. Yeah, I mean going to a craft beer fest in ninety five degree heat uh, was not necessarily the best thing to do. That did they day. have like a cool down area or like a, a mist a mist tent. I love the mist. You know, you walk around in the mist. Uh, Actually, I try not to put myself in a situation where I need to be like sprayed with mist in the first place. Yeah, it was good. I'm, I'm it was not, good. Like, I mean, it was good. I mean, no mess. effects played, and you know. Some good old old school punk bands played, but it was all about craft beer and punk rock, and it was pretty cool. Everybody was chill. There wasn't any fights. I mean, I got to be honest. When I went to the Riverhounds, like when they unveiled their their new jersey designs and the the new kit, and the yeah, the when you went down when you went down to the the, the Riverhounds yeah. release party, whatever. and that was all that was all part of the uh, presentation was like other other events at Highmark Stadium this year, and I had a pretty good time. Here and Mr. Bob Pompiani pronounced the phrase "punk in Drublick." That was a lot of fun. That, that that was a personal highlight for me. Was Bob, and we've also got the punk in Drublick. <laughs> Pomp. He's I mean, the man. I mean, Pomp's awesome. I mean, I, I've taken care of him over the years uh, in restaurants and bars, um, more bars than restaurants. Ha, um, whoa! Uh, but <laughs> high heat coming in. <laughs> Uh, but no, he's an awesome, he's, he's an awesome dude. His family's awesome. Um, never had issues with them whatsoever. Great guy. Uh, but yeah, so Riverhounds playoffs, seven o'clock kickoff Saturday, Highmark Stadium. You can watch it on the ESPN plus app. Yeah. I think it's also going to be on the CW. Probably some of a lot of the regular season games were on the CW. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got, I got to the point where I stopped even checking. The CW because like I don't even know what channel that is and it's just easier to fire up the app. Yeah. But uh, if you're if you're off Saturday night like, and you you know it's gonna be a little cold maybe. Chilly. But don't chilly. don't let that deter you. Like come on down you, there. Everybody in Pittsburgh goes to a Steeler game. You go to a four. Fucking... You go to a four and a half hour playoff Steeler game and you tailgate for three hours. Yeah. You know you you get your hand warmers and your toe warmers and your you know Under Armour and your camo hunting overalls. And the Carhartt, the, the, the Carhartt one piece suits. Yeah. yeah, you're down there at the North Shore for like eight, nine, ten hours. So don't tell me you can't spare like two hours and maybe like you know forty five minutes in the pub like pregame. Yeah, you know, it's, it's a playoff game. Like I guess, like okay, so maybe you need more time for 
you know, some added time because it's it's still tied and the penalty kicks. And if you're going to stay for, you know, 120 minutes of football, then you might as well stay for the penalty kicks. Don't mm. don't be like lame and leave during the shootout like some NHL fans I know. Oh, we got to get out of here before traffic gets bad and the escalators it's bad. are down. It's bad. Yeah. Yeah. It's not that bad. No. You can live in L.A. Good. You can live in Miami. Yeah. Philly. Dude. Bad tra- traffic in Philly. D.C. Yeah. <laughs> New York. But D.C.'s got the metro, though. Yeah, D- and New York's got the subway. Of course, D.C. DC shuts down the metro at, like... Midnight during the week and 2 a.m. on the weekends. It wasn't, wasn't an issue this year, but I know people had trouble getting home from Nats playoff games in the past. Because the metro shuts down, and, and they've had to, like... Dude, people have had issues getting home from Pirates games and Steeler games because of the trolley. Well, you know, for Steelers games, I know last week... They run extras. The, the, the Steelers games, game. they've been running extras. And even those late games, like those Monday night games, that go to, like... Because the last, the last trolley's supposed to leave, like, Allegheny Shore at, like, 12. Yeah. They run extras on those, on those, like, on those, like, Thursday night, Monday night games at home. And the Sunday night games at home. They actually... The, the Port Authority's, like... We need to do this. They, they actually smartened up over the years. The one Fourth of July they had when they fucked everything up. When Fourth of July fell on a Sunday, and they ran the Sunday holiday schedule, and they shut it down at like eleven. But the fireworks didn't go off until a quarter to ten, mm-hmm. and then the and then the incline broke down. Like, <sighs> sounds like you had a bad night that Fourth of July. I was working at a bar in Mount Washington, and I walked out the door before the first boom went off. And I walked out the door and turned left up Shiloh Street. Everybody else is funneling down to Grandview. And I went into fucking uh, Nico's with one other guy in the bar, and we watched him on the TV. Yeah. And then that's whenever I found out that the incline went down, and that they quit, and that they actually followed the Sunday holiday schedule. And what schedule would they follow on the Fourth of July? It's a holiday. Right. But also think about it. You got 130,000 people coming into Pittsburgh for fireworks because yeah. they didn't get enough of the other 30,000 fireworks shows earlier in the year. So, I mean, <laughs> but you have 130,000 people coming out for fireworks and it's a holiday and it's a Sunday and the porter is like, no, we're on the holiday schedule. Sorry, we stopped running the tea at 1030 at night. Yeah, they should run it late enough until the platforms are cleared. Mm-hmm. That's what they said for the Steeler game, like, two weeks ago. Yeah. When they were at home, it was like, trains a, will yeah, run. the night game. Yeah. And that was the Ravens game, and they lost anyway. But it was like, you know, train, trains will run until the platforms are clear. Which, like, I don't think that means, like, if you, like, go stumbling into, like, Allegheny Station from, like... The casino. The casino. <laughs> at 1 a.m. that you expect a trolley. Or, I mean. or at, you know, like... Whatever time the football game ends, like baseball's a different animal because baseball can go for can days. go for it. Like we that had game to... last night, which uh, we're, it's it's Thursday here, folks. Uh, the Wednesday night game uh, four of the ALCS, like that was a late game, but I got to watch it all. Because I got to watch it all. of my work schedule, and like sometimes it's um, just awesome. Hey, Amanda and I went two seasons ago to the second Pirate game of the year. Mm-hmm. And that's when we, not this year, last year, whenever it was actually like 80 degrees in April. Yeah. Um, the second home pirate game of the year is Buck Night. Yeah. So you do like dollar hot dogs, dollar sodas, dollar popcorn, all that. Tickets were like a dollar plus the tax of the original cost of the ticket. So we got two tickets for 10 bucks. And then 
That game went 17 motherfucking innings. Hmm. And I'm sitting there, and it's a Tuesday night in April. I'm like, we got to go catch a trolley. Like, I'm not sure they're going to run past time. We went and caught the trolley, got home, got to the bar in the 15th inning. We left in the 14th inning. We got home at the end of the 15th inning and got to catch the 16th and the 17th at the bar. I've never been to a game that's just, like, gone that late that I couldn't get home. Um, I would We say could have stayed the whole game and taken an Uber or Lyft home. You could have, and it was but a then, Tuesday night, so you wouldn't have paid too, too much. I, would, of, I, I still would have paid 20 bucks. Price. I would have paid 20 bucks. Yeah. You know. I mean, that's standard. Like, the thing about Lyft and Uber, it's like, it just made it easier to get a cab. It didn't really make it any cheaper to get home to the South Hills on, like, any night of the week. Well, I have friends of mine that live in Cranberry. Yeah. Those motherfuckers pay $60 for oh, a fucking lift on a Saturday night from, like, Southside to mm-hmm. Cranberry. No, I... I'm yeah. like, you guys are... Hey, 60 bucks is cheaper than a fucking DUI. That's true. You know. And as a bartender currently, and I tell people, I'm like, look, you can get as drunk as you want. I don't give a shit. You get a DUI, it's your own goddamn fault. Any more in this day and age, if you get a DUI, you just fucked up. You made a stupid decision. There's too many ways that you can get home now. Yeah. It's not like 10 years ago, whenever you couldn't get a cab unless you were at a hotel downtown and you were only going to the airport. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so no, I had a, I had a cab driver pick me up on the south side once, and he like, I mean he he you know he wanted to like grill me and like. You know, he he just thought it was, like, so weird that, like, someone would hail a cab from Carson Street at, yeah. like, 2.30 in the morning. And it's like, dude, like, I was at the bars. Like, you know, I'm not, I'm not up to anything bad. He's like, he asked me if I, like, use drugs and stuff. And I'm like, like, you, I'm like no, like, dude. none of your business. It's like, no, also, dude, like, I was drunk at fucking Jack's. I, I have just cash. to get back to Dormont. I live in Dormont and I have cash. Yeah. You know? And you're, you're apparently licensed to do this, so I guess I trust you. Um, you know, and now it's like, oh, like. You know, you've got this app and a stranger picks you up in their personal vehicle and, you know. I'm not saying shit doesn't happen, but oh, yeah. it's a lot It's a lot better for nightlife and for people's safety. Definitely. Um, people get to do things. Like, I get to do things that I wouldn't normally Dude, I bartended, bother doing. I bartended you know? at a destination spot. Do you know how many people take Lyft there and, and Uber I, I Lyft didn't, there? I, it never occurred to me that it would be a destination spot until I, like, was doing some Lyft driving one weekend and I had to go out there and pick people up. And they were like... I was like, well, obviously, like, whoever's standing in front will be my person. But there were so many people waiting for lifts and Ubers, lifts and Ubers at, like, 1 a.m. Mm-hmm. on a Friday night at Top Golf. I'm like, well, shit, man. Like, you know, you're going to actually have to, like, look at their profile. Oh, they didn't upload a profile picture because no one does. <laughs> I do. I have you one. do. I have one. Oh, drivers have to. Yeah, drivers, drivers don't have a choice, but and it also has the car and the yeah. Keller and everything on there. Yeah, but yeah. the but the passenger who's a murderer can be as anonymous as they want to. Yeah, just you know, just a little gripe I have. Not really a sports topic, but you know, yeah, yeah, I get this it. This is my platform, and I'm going to use it. Yeah, right. Matt upload, has a, a, upload a picture. God damn it! You want to yeah. use like someone else's car to like ride your drunk ass home? Like, you know, throw me a freaking bone. What is what is the uh, what is what is the uh, is it like two hundred dollars if somebody pukes in your car? I have no idea. I think it's like 200 bucks. No one's ever puked in my car. You're lucky. I've had friends of mine that have had people puke in their car. I had some kids get in my car on a... I worked on St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. And they got they got in and the girl in the back seat handed the guy in the front seat like a plastic bag. And I just looked at him and I was like, really, dude? And he's like, no, I think I got most of it out of my system at this house. 
These are like some like these are some like minors, like some underage like pit students who like couldn't go to the bars for St. Patrick's Day, so like they pre-gamed they, it they out. They pre-gamed and then they went to a house and then they walked around outside. I think, they, I think they might have smoked some blunts and might have just been too much for one dude. He might have had the spins. <laughs> but I was like, but they gave him like a giant eagle, like blue bag, and I'm just like, it better not be a whole net. Yeah, shit. that better not have had like cereal boxes in it, motherfucker. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. Like uh, the big box of pancake mix, like that bag's useless for any liquids. You know what? And I say this every time we go to the grocery store. Amanda and I try to take our own bags yeah, same. Like, uh, to, to the grocery store. But there are those times where you just forget or it's mm-hmm. like you're on your way home. And you're like, fuck, I need to stop and get this. Yeah, yeah. And it, I, do you know what's polluting and littering the country? Giant Eagle and Shop and Save. Because mm-hmm. those motherfuckers, you buy six items, you get 12 bags. Like, what the- <laughs> Yeah, I, that's like a, a real issue that I have, too. Like I'm I, like, stop. Like um, I, 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 I shop and save up here on Castle Shannon Boulevard. They they don't always have baggers, mm-hmm. so I hope I get to a line and, and when some uh, I'll start bagging my own stuff. Then somebody, oh, I'll, I'll be, I'll, I'll take care of that for you. No, it's good. Mm-hmm. You're good. Yeah, I forgot my bags. I apologize, mm-hmm. but let me put my twelve items in two bags. Yeah, I don't need. A double bag on everything. Yeah, I don't and need a put, milk, and milk it, in a bag. Is stupid. Like yeah. it already has a handle. It has a handle. Bread already comes yeah. in a bag. My Bread Dew, is in a bag. My Mountain Dew six pack has a handle. Yeah, I don't need. I don't need you to put my my uh, my thing of four pack toilet paper in two bags. I'm keeping my fridge pack of Coke in the trunk overnight yeah. anyway, so it's cold when I put it in the fridge tomorrow. Yeah. Duh. Yeah, like. <laughs> I don't need twelve bags for like yeah. uh, for twelve items. But I, I always keep reusable bags in my car, and, I, and yeah. I take those in. And like I go to Coons, and I've been going there for like fifteen years. Well, let me. So I I, be, I pick my line based on like who's the bagger, because I know I know who gets it. Like I know who gets me. Yeah, right. You know, my bagger gets me. <laughs> oh man, I was a bagger once. It was uh, well, no, I was no, my buddy was a bagger, and then I went in and did it for like. Three days I'm late. No, I'm going back to Caddy and Golf Bags. Yeah, I could never do it. Dude. I was a meat wrapper. I worked as I worked for like a month at Giant Eagle as a meat wrapper. Like they wouldn't let me cut the meat. Oh yeah, because you're underage. Nah, nah. I was I was 22. Oh, when I started there, like I was between jobs and like they hired me and I was like great, you know. And it was just basically like getting meat out of the case for people and wrapping it, and then at the end of the night like wrapping everything and putting it in the the other case for people who shop at, you know, 9.30 at night, like me. Yeah. I do that. You know. I love shopping at night. And the deli's up until 10, so yeah. I can shop and save anyway. Yeah, I don't know, man. And I think it's 8 at Coons on Banksville, so. Um, yeah, Riverhounds game, playoffs, <laughs> big game. Uh, get down, um, you know, hashtag... Fill the mark. Fill the mark for us. I yeah. can't. I can't do it. Like, I can't I'm, go. I, I'm, I'm a hurt. hypocrite. Okay. Like I'm not going to practice what I'm preaching, but like I can't practice what I preach either. You need I to work. go support a Pittsburgh team in the playoffs because tickets are available, and you're not going to have. And they're cheap. You're not going to have to pay a stupid markup for them. You know, it's not like when the Steelers are in the playoffs and you got to like know a guy. You yeah. just walk. You walk yeah. up to the box office. There's a bike rack right by the box office. If you feel like riding your bike, yeah. there's plenty of parking. If you don't. You can walk there from the T. You you can take a bus downtown if you live in the North Hills or the East End, yeah. and like walk across the beautiful historic Smithfield Street Bridge to Station Square. You it's can a eat, flat bridge. You can by eat the way. a giant family sized bowl of pasta at Buca di Beppo. 
You know, you can look at the stupid fountain. You can go Ooh. to Bar Louie for happy hour. Is that still there? Oh, wait. Did they close that one? I think that's not there. They closed yeah. that one. Yeah. Um, you go to Hard Rock Cafe. something down there. You can get Hard Rock's there. You can um, have a romantic. Buckhead. You can have a romantic dinner with your sweetie at the melting pot before the game. Yeah, you better get in there. I think they might be moving that. They're re- they're going to renovate the station. No, they're renovating the, the whole station square. And, uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, this might be your last chance to go to the melting pot. Yeah, just don't get stuck in the fondue pot. You know, like get out of the restaurant, and pay your check, tip, go to the soccer game. Two two hours. Riverhounds are going to win. I'm I'm calling it three to one. And also. On your way to the game, swing into Station Square. Stop at Poor Richard's, which has been there forever. Pick yourself up a cigar that you can light after the game for victory. Yeah, victory cigars are good. Victory cigars, cigars are, are good. Cigars are good no matter if they're victory or not. But it's I mean, almost, it's it's almost better time than for my uh, fall cigar. Your fall cigar? Yeah. <laughs> I have several. Several. <laughs> I don't need a particular reason to smoke a cigar. You know, I have a deck. That's my reason. I have a porch. So yeah, if, if it's if it's nice enough to sit on the porch, I will. And actually, this Sunday Steelers bye week. Amanda actually has to work this Sunday. It's sad, I'm sad faced. Mm. I'm off. I tried to pick up a shift, but I'll be in overtime, and they don't like that. So I have a bottle downstairs that I picked up at Dogfish while I was down in Rehoboth on the beach. I have a 2011 Bitches Brew. So, Sunday, I might just sit on the porch, listening to Bitches Brew, and smoke a cigar and drink Bitches Brew. It's going to be cold. I mean, <laughs> I have a hoodie and sweatpants. It's, yeah. I mean, I'm okay. I mean, I know I live in a wind tunnel here. It's, it's I mean, going to be cold. I was supposed to go play golf on Sunday, and I'm like, that's my threshold for not uh, My threshold for golf. If I can't wear shorts, I'm not playing. I'll wear... Uh, this is what this is like my golf course like long sleeve right here, mm-hmm. like I'll wear this and I'm fine as long as I wear shorts. I I don't think 45 impossible rains a good day to go play golf. Just saying. No, I I wouldn't be out there. I'm not I'm not as enthusiastic as you are about golf, but like I wouldn't ride my bike in that. But Monday or Tuesday, know? 55 and partly cloudy, which means mostly sunny. So I mean, <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to get out on the bike tomorrow because it's going to be like the best the best day I can tell. Dude, Monday. Well, you're off. Wait, Monday or Tuesday is supposed to be better. Well, Just I, throwing it out there. I can't. I mean, I, I can, but you can. Tomorrow's going to be plenty good. I could do tomorrow and Monday or Tuesday. Yeah, you could. I'm just saying, like, if if it if it comes down to either like. Today was beautiful, but I had stuff to do, so I didn't get to. Today was a little chilly. Yesterday was a little starting. chilly, but today I got was, the gear. Yesterday was better than I got today. my puffy vest, and I got, uh, I got my hoodies, and I got I got the gear ready, and I'm ready to go. I'm ready to, like, you know, you just got to take the time to get bundled up and go out there and do it. But I thought today was a fine day, and if tomorrow, Friday, is anything like today, Thursday, then I think I'm going to be in great shape. Provided I don't, like, you know, just end up cleaning my house. Yeah, that, Which, that, and I gotta plant my. I gotta clean my house too. Before it freezes, I gotta plant the bulbs. Well, yeah, because they gotta come up in the spring. Mm. They're annuals, so you know it happens. Uh, what we got? Oh, so something. Uh, nothing really big here in the PGA Tour. Um, they're in the middle of their agent swing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the beginning of the new season. I know the last season just ended. and They had a two week break uh, between the ending season and the start of the season the Ryder Cup was in the middle there the Ryder Cup was amazing by the way Europe did win that if you didn't listen to our previous podcast to find that out um 
So the matches are live at night for these because they're in Asia. Mm. So they're what twelve hours, fifteen hours ahead of us. Yeah, the, you know, depending on where they're at, yeah. depending on where they're at. Um, so they are um, they're being replayed. The re- the replay is during the day on Golf Channel. Uh, not a lot of big names. There are names you'll know. There are names that are prevalent, uh, but there's not a lot of big, huge names going on right now in there. Um, but you know what? It's still golf. It's still I probably will not be tuning in. I do at two o'clock in the morning. You know because that's what I do. Because that's when I get home. I usually watch, like, I've been watching the Mayans. You watch Mayans? I have not yet. I've been told I need to. You should check it out. If you were if you were into Sons of Anarchy at all. I'd, I was not. I wasn't really super into it either, but, like, Julia was. So we, you know, she's like, you got to check out this Mayans. And I like biker stuff. Like, I'm into it. I just, I, I missed a lot of stuff when I didn't have any cable at all. You know, and by the time we got, like, hooked up to the cable, it was, like, over so I I saw like the last few episodes. I know how it ended. Um, I mean, it, it, it you don't need to really have seen Sons of Anarchy to get minds. Like they 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 like throw it back to some characters that you might not recognize. But the the plot is all about you know what's going on with the Mayans. Like you don't really need to know about the Sons so far. So that's so that's what we do. And I, I don't watch golf at two in the morning because I'm watching like. Either like Halloween, <laughs> this is Halloween TV season. This I know. I, 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 you're one of those ones that loves Halloween. I personally could care less. I just like it the doesn't. TV. The, the Halloween TV is great. You see so many classic movies. I mean, I watch some There's of the classics, so many, so but I don't. I don't. I don't go Gaga over like oh the original Friday the Thirteenth or oh the original. If it's Texas, on, I'll watch it. You know, I'm not gonna like. You know, I might watch the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre from like the 70s. I don't watch these movies year round, so like this is the only time of year like. You find gems, and you're like, how did I miss this? And it's because, like, well, if, like, there's a bunch of movies out on a Friday night, like, I'm a grown-up, and I'm probably not going to, like, like if the original, take my grown-up girlfriend to go see, like, a scary movie. See, like, if, the, if the original Children of the Corn comes you know? on, I'll probably watch that. Yeah. You know, if the original Halloween comes on, or the original, you know, whatever. The, the fucking remakes? Meh. I stole... Children of the Corn three, I think it was. We had we had the pay per view box in my basement for because of Penn's vision. Remember remember oh, when they came? Yeah, you so had we, a separate little fucking box. So we had that. that box and we were like I had a sleepover and we were surfing the channels looking for boobies and we found Children of the Corn three. <laughs> Minor details. Minor details, but it's not as good as the original. Right? Even when you're watching it on Steel Purview. I mean, the novelty wears off after, like, 15 minutes when you realize that, like, because you're actually stealing it, your parents aren't ever going to find out that you watched it. And it's just a crap movie. But I'm glad that it's Halloween season because, like, yeah, you you find some classics and some old faves and I don't know. It's it's not going to be golf at this time of year. It's it's all all about baseball, baseball and skeletons. Baseball, skeletons, right and playoff soccer. College football, playoff soccer, NFL football. Um, yeah, NBA, we're game one. We're getting yeah. into NBA. It's too early to really get excited because we, we're just like, we don't even have a team to freak out over. No. If we had like a Pittsburgh NBA team and they won like 
only three of their first five games, then we could like all start complaining and jumping off bridges around here. I know, right? But you know, we only have hockey to do that over, so you know, I guess enjoy it. You know, be thankful for the hockey that's there, you know, to feed your anxiety because there isn't going to be any basketball unless you search for it and you find it. Well, I mean, but I'm just saying, like, I'm not emotionally invested in the NBA. Yeah, I'm not emotionally invested. I like I like to watch games that are like two teams that I think are good. Like, I don't, I don't think I would have been too excited to watch like the Lakers and Blazers. No, just because of LeBron James. I mean, back in the day, the only games I ever like watched, like when I was a kid, was like, you know, Lakers, Celtics, yeah, Bulls, Knicks. But the Lakers you know, are not what they used to be. No. So I'm, I'm not. I, the I'm Lakers not have sold LeBron and a bunch of young guys, and and they're decent. But I'm not like sold on them, you know. But if if they had shown like, you know, I think this might be the first time that LeBron might not make the playoffs. Oh, they can make the playoffs. It's like hockey; they'll make. Well, playoffs. yeah, LA, they, they were the close last eight. year. They were close last year. They they take the top. Okay. LeBron does make them better. I mean, what? So I mean, yeah, basketball they take the top eight in each conference. Yeah. You know, so. They could do it. I mean, it's set up for them, and, you know, you don't think they won't get calls here and there that might sway a few games. I mean, basketball is one of those ones that, like, they, I've, I've already, in the first game of the season, I saw highlights that there's, like, uh, you know, a travel that they didn't call. The dude took like four steps. And like, it's like, when was the last year LeBron wasn't in the playoffs? Was it his rookie year? So they're not going to allow that to happen. I mean, again, I, I, they even might have went his rookie year. I don't know. I, I, I That would have to be a question for Google. It'd be like, you know, new season of Game of Thrones. And they're like, oh, yeah, like, yeah, like Daenerys isn't in this one. <laughs> People be like, what? <laughs> It's like the whole show. What's 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 the point? You know. Yeah, I mean, LeBron in the playoffs. Like I couldn't imagine it without him. They'll make it. They'll be fine. Um, but yeah, we're not. I don't know. Like I said, not not excited. Not like upset. It's it's a thing that's there to watch, and I encourage you to watch it if you're not passionately following a game involving one of your local Pittsburgh teams at that moment. I mean, this is, after all, bold Pittsburgh, you know? Yeah, I mean... And this isn't, like, bold Los Angeles or bold general NBA, like... So, guess what also started this week? Um, college hockey uh, camps. Oh, yeah? Um, already one of the Bobby Moe kids. They saw, I saw it on Twitter. Um, slap shot over top of the net. Shattered the glass behind the net. Nice. Good. <laughs> That's a sign of progress. <laughs> I saw it on Twitter. They're like, "Man, that kid's got a wicked slap shot." Right. And I just showed the puck sitting like in the in the seat behind the net, and the glass just shattered <laughs> and glass everywhere. I'm like, "That's awesome." Oh man, I'm good. I'm good and ready for some hockey. Um, can't wait to see what offerings they have on streaming apps right now for for college hockey. Because when I go on that ESPN app, like. Every oh. soccer game is available. Aren't we doing it to Frozen Four again? I don't know. I haven't like heard a year or two, maybe a year know. or two. I don't know. Because you and I went to the Frozen Four when it was here in 2010 or yeah. 11. Yeah. 11. Yeah. We got that, and we got. Um, I think we were close to getting like the World Juniors. Yeah. I haven't heard anything about another Frozen Four, but Pittsburgh's only gotten 
more highly rated in terms of like tourism since then. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, we get. It seems like every year we get like an NCAA tournament. Yeah, just about for first we round. We get regionals all the time. Like, yeah. like I think it's like, like it's. All, I think it's been almost every year. Yeah. Or at least every other. Because last year we had some big squads in here. We had Nova, and Notre Dame, and um, uh, Duke. We're all here last year. We should get um, like a conference basketball tournament. Is what they should bring here. You know, we we should get like the A10. Uh, that's reserved for Atlantic City and always has been. Well, that's boardwalk hall. Well, in Atlantic City, it, and it always has been, always will be. Atlantic until City. boardwalk hall falls over, which it might, which is soon. So they <laughs> I mean, bring it to Pittsburgh is, is the talk. I mean, I'm not just pulling out of my ass. Right, I know. I've heard it too. Yeah, I've heard it too. I'm not saying we're gonna get the Big Ten or we're we're gonna get like the ACC or whatnot. I mean, that's reserved for like, you know, Atlanta. You know, the but, ACC is going to Greensboro, but then, like, you know, people are like, Greensboro sucks, so, like, why can't we have it in, like, D.C.? Um, which is, like, kind of, like, in the middle of their footprint, but, like, I, the ACC wouldn't come to Pittsburgh, I don't think. I mean, no. It's not, we're just in it for, like, scheduling material. Like, they don't actually, like, I mean, it's a Southern League, you know? it's It still is, and it's it's a Coastal League, but it's not... It's much more defined by the Carolina schools than Pittsburgh it is by Pitt and Boston furth- College. I think Pittsburgh's the furthest Western team yeah. in the ACC. Mm. And also probably the furthest from a Bojangles. Fucking Bojangles. When I went down to the beach, you know, I didn't see a goddamn Bojangles in Maryland. No, you wouldn't. Or Delaware. No, you wouldn't, really. It's it's a Southern uh, thing. Like, uh, well, no, no, there was one around D.C., yeah. I can't remember if it was on the Maryland side or if it was on the Virginia side. Mm. Um, when I lived down there and I would go to the Bojangles, I was so mad that, like, there wasn't a Bojangles on the way. Man. Or on the way back. Like, I even, like, like I think I did a Google search on it to find out where the closest Bojangle was. It would have been, like, too far out of the way. Yeah, it's way, like, way too far out of the way. They're in, like, Virginia, Carolinas. I mean, I would have had to, like, come out of the beach and then go south around D.C. and go into Virginia somewhere. Yeah, it's not worth it. Like you can get fried chicken, but it's not Bojangles. But it's not Bojangles. But like you know, there's other things to consider, such as like getting to your vacation and like <laughs> not pissing off Amanda because you went on like a three state detour for some biscuits. You know what I mean? Which are amazing. They're really by the way. good, but there's other biscuits. Like ask the locals who has the best biscuits, and they'll probably steer you that someplace that's better than any Bojangles that you could take you to. You know, like it's just. You know, you're good at mixing it up with the locals. Find yeah. out who has, like, the best handmade biscuits. Yeah, I want some good biscuits and some fried chicken. What would you yo. tell somebody who came to Pittsburgh? What? Like, for... where can I get biscuits? Where can I get biscuits? Hmm. Like, the case near the eggs? Like, get some grams? I mean, like, really, like, 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 it's not really a biscuit town. Like, uh, Spork? Spork, yeah, if you want to go Spork, well, there. Spork Pit. Okay. The new Spork Barbecue Pit. Um... Two Brothers Barbecue. Okay. Uh, in Bridgeville? Well, Presto. Presto, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right in my I know, yeah, right by the, the Y. Yeah, it's right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah Biscuit-wise, like, I, I mean, I'd refer to Doug Dirt on that at Yen's Love Barbecue. All right, so we, we'll have a separate barbecue <laughs> chat with Doug. And yeah, we'll, right? we'll update you with our findings. Hey, I, didn't, I didn't mean to trash all the biscuits in Pittsburgh. No. But like, 
Sheets biscuits are trash. I'm sorry. They are. KFCs are okay, but red like, lobsters are good. But they're red Cheddar Bay biscuits. Oh man, red lobsters. Oh yeah, man. but they're not the same as like a Southern style biscuit. Those no. are more like the kind my mom makes, which are like very similar to the Cheddar Bay. Um, just as good in my opinion, but they're they're not like they're not as fluffy and round as like the the Bojangle like Southern style biscuits, or like if you get Grand's biscuits, obviously from the can, the tube. And, and like you know what? Round. So guess who came to see me at work? The Pillsbury Doughboy? Two Saturdays ago. Pillsbury Doughboy? No. Two Saturdays Jay ago. Jay Caulfield? No. Well, he's there too, but... Um, two Saturdays ago, Alicia Watobel was in town for some family oh, really? stuff. Oh, uh, yeah? And she was in town. I saw on the Facebooks. So I'm like, where are you at? She goes, I'm going to be staying. I'm only staying for like a night and a half and whatnot. I got some family stuff to take care of. I'm like, all right, cool. I was like, hey... Where you staying at? She told me she's like I'm staying by the casino. I'm like the rivers of the meadows. She is the meadows. I'm like all right. I work like two exits up the street, mm. up the highway. Come in and see me for dinner if you got time. Blah blah blah. She's like all right. Well, she came in. Mm. I should have told her ass to bring me some goddamn bojangles. Bring some bojangles. Yeah. <laughs> like that would have been good. Even reheated. Yeah, just keep it in the hotel microwave and, <laughs> and just bring it to me at Top Golf and. Yeah, take it from there. You can even drop them in the fryer real quick. Like Bryce and the kids were supposed to come with her, but something happened, and she yeah. ended up having to come by herself because Bryce forgot about it. <laughs> Go figure. And uh, so, like, <laughs> hey man, you know. So she came up by herself, and I'm like, so she's like, yeah, I'll come. So she sat at the bar, and I made her a beverage or two, and she had some food and chilled out for a little bit before she went back to the hotel. And nice. I was like, I should have told her to bring some bojangles. Yeah. I will fucking tweet her. A Steve, if bit. I if I go down to Carolinas this this fall, which I'm thinking about thinking about well, planning about doing, well, you're supposed to go down around Thanksgiving. Aren't yeah, you? so if that does happen, if if my vacation gets re- gets approved, then I'll tell you what, I will bring you some bojangles. Sweet, I, I will make sure of it. Bojangles. We'll have to talk about like food safety and like <laughs> you know, oh, I mean, proper handling temperature. Like if if it's gonna be like, <laughs> we usually get back at like. One in the morning, so I'm awake, <laughs> and it's gonna and it's gonna be like six hours probably before we between like the last bojangles. It might it might be twelve. Hey, you know what? You're gonna be coming through the mountains, driving back north, and it's gonna be cold. So I'm sure you have the heat on in the car. Yeah, I have the heat on. So so it's like a heating lamp. Yeah, yeah. Just keep it on the floor. Yeah. You're good. All right, folks, we're going to go ahead and take a break right now. We're going to come back and finish up with some baseball and some Steelers talk. Here's a few things going on at our friends with Sorgatron Media. And don't forget about Slice on Broadway. They make the perfect pepperoni pizza. It's a good stop. Uh, they, they're going to be on the Food Network I think or the Travel Channel. One of them. What Travel Channel, I think. One of them. I, I saw, I was reading today and there yesterday in the Post-Gazette that they were there filming. and you know, Multiple locations on Broadway Avenue and Beachview, Broadway uh, Avenue in Carnegie. As well as PNC Park uh, on the North Shore, and they have one in the East End now. East Liberty, East Liberty, yeah, yeah, East Liberty. Okay, um, well, that's. I mean, that's that's a good good range. I mean, obviously the Beach View is the OG location. Yes, and that's where Sorgatron Media is located. In Beach but View? you don't have to come to the South Hills, you know, if you're an East End person, which I know a lot of you are because a lot of people live in the East End. I mean, it's you know, it's right in the heart of it all. East Liberty is where you want to be, so. Go check out some Slice. Check it out, folks. All right, we'll be right back after these messages from our friends at Sorgatron Media. 
Do you like professional wrestling? Want your discussions? No holds barred. Check out WrestlingMayhemShow.com for all the wrestling podcast flavor you can handle. All right, folks, and we're back for our final segment. And, you know, we've been talking about it. Uh, playoff baseball, baby. Love it. You're down to the final four teams. Well, now you're down to the final three. Final three, yeah. Um, the Red Sox did win tonight uh, in game five. No, six. Five. No, it was game five. Game five. Yeah, because yeah, it was 3-1 three, three, at the beginning. Of, yeah, so uh, it's game five. The Red Sox won in Houston, uh, avoiding having to go back to Fenway and have Chris Sale pitch, who Chris Sale was ill during the week, didn't make the trip to Houston, stayed in Boston uh, to get his medical attention uh, and so forth. David Price pitched tonight. So I didn't realize this stupid-ass stat. David Price has pitched 12 playoff games. Mm. This is his first win. This is his his first win, yeah. His first playoff win. And the last game he pitched... In game two of the series, was the he got first, a, he he didn't he didn't go long he, enough he, into the game. Yeah, to earn he got a win, no decision. But his team won the game, and yeah. that was the first time he started that his team won. Right, like he hadn't even been on a winning team where he earned I mean, a no decision. I mean, he played on the Tigers. Well, in he the started playoffs. in Tampa. Tampa. The Tigers. Then he, then he went to the Tigers. Then he went to the Blue Jays. Yeah, and then he went to Boston. Yeah. And so, I mean, when he was with the Blue Jays, they had playoffs up there, but they didn't make it past the DS. Yeah. They didn't go to the CS. They went to the DS. Uh, that was with Joey Bats and all that up there when Joey Bats was on fire. Mm. Um, and maybe something else, but here nor there. He's never been busted. Um, but uh, so it, it's it, you sit there and think, wow, the dude's had 12 playoff starts since his first win. Like, Wow. Yeah. Um, you were talking about the uh, Wednesday night game last night on how long that game went. Yeah. I mean, it seems AL games go longer than NL games all the time. Uh, they 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 base it on the designated hitter issue. I don't think it's a designated hitter issue. Um, I just think that it's the AL goes longer. Because Especially the, when you get to playoffs, it's going to be a longer you're game. You're getting less of this because it's like the, there's interleague and the, there's 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 less of a like sharp dividing line between the two leagues these days. Right. But this, the argument I think is that American League ball is more based on like just like power slugging yeah. offense. You're you're trying to like score as many runs as possible, whereas the National League game they still like believe in manufacturing runs because you've got pitchers batting. So, like, when you, like, turn over your lineup, you know, you sometimes need to, like, make a productive out and, like, bunt a runner over. But, again, like, that's changing. Like, there's there's teams in the National League that just slug dingers all day also. Um, the, thing, the thing that gets me about the problem with the playoff games, like, going so late, like, a lot of people don't get to stay up and watch them all. It is, well, it's they're cutting the commercials as much as they can. I mean, these are just long games. Yeah. And it's it's not the pace of play like they talk about. It's the actual length of the game. Like, I'll sit and watch a boring baseball game until 5 in the morning. Yeah. But at some point, I'm going to get tired and fall asleep. Like, I fell asleep during the Dodgers game the other night. Um, I, I saw the Machado, like, leg kick 
on on oh, that stage. was that was okay. that was in like the eleventh. I don't know if that was Machado being a dick or if that was the first baseman being a dick. Machado was I being think, a dick. I think they were baseball both. Baseball decided Machado was being a dick because they fined him. Well, I think that it was both guys. Aguiar didn't get a fine. That, that, that I think that was both guys because he had his foot on the middle of the bag. The first baseman has foot on the middle of the bag. Little League, you learn. You put your foot on the edge of the bag and you use it as a brace to stop and you stretch your body out to catch the ball. He had his foot on top of the bag. And Machado didn't need to, I'm like, sure. and Machado moved to the inside of the line. As a runner in baseball, you're taught you run the outside of the foul line on first base and third base. I don't think Jesus Aguiar is in the majors because of his defense. No. So, like, but look at it this way. Like, Josh Bell, you know, has also, like, had some, like, footwork issues at first base. And it's not always as easy as, like, you spell it out. I know. You know, so oh, maybe I, maybe he was like, you know, he's just not the best at the footwork aspect of fielding his position. Doesn't mean he deserves to be slew-footed by the base runner. Um, like, I hear what you're saying, and, like, mm-hmm. a thing that, like, popped into my mind was that, like, you know, they should have the, like, double bags, and I've heard about this before. Like they have in softball. They have the double bags and in, in like, softball. And in like old man softball. And old man softball. They have them in little league too. Yeah. Certain you, little leagues have the, the double bags. They got like the orange bag that's in foul territory yeah. and that's for the base runner and that way like the, the fielder has like the whole bag. I mean you're a professional, you know, like you should be able to just get your foot on the end of the bag. Like I hear you, but I, I don't know. You, you're the only person I've heard like defending Manny Machado. And like I think – Part of it's that, like, I've been listening to a lot of the Bob Uecker when I can because he's the best. Bob and, like, I don't, I kind of want the Brewers to go to the World Series now just so I can have, like, another Bob like, Uecker announced the like World Series. Just, like, another four games with Bob Uecker because he's so great. Um, and he's really, like, all that's left now that, like, Vin Scully's retired. Like, who's the, like, most old-school baseball, like, radio announcer these Bob days? Uecker. It's Bob Uecker. Charlie Steiner is pretty old-school, but the, to call Charlie Steiner old-school makes me feel old. Because I used to watch Sports Center with Charlie Steiner when I was in high school. Yeah. So yeah, like give me Bob Uecker, man, and he's tre- tremendous. And he was just laying into Machado. Like, he's a Beaver Falls guy. In the guy. third inning, he was laying into Machado because Machado didn't uh, hustle because of the hustle thing. Right. And well, Bob Uecker is not from Beaver Falls. He played a character on a sitcom. No, no, no. He's from. He's he's from. What? He, yeah. He's from Beaver Falls. Yeah, he's from. I, it's from the area. It might not be Beaver Falls, but why isn't he on the Beaver Falls Mount Rushmore with like Donnie Iris and Mike Ditka and uh, Joe Namath, Joe Namath, and Tony Dorsett? Tony Dorsett. Yeah, it's really just all Bob Uecker's. Yeah, for most Tito part. Francona. Tito, I, actually, I just gave my Francona book to a coworker at work to read because she gave me the Steve Blass one. Oh yeah, so I have the nice. Steve Blass one to start. Um, I love Steve Blass. You know, we share a birthday. And I, I haven't read that book, but, like, I should probably read it just based on that fact. I would have to ask her if I could give it to you after me. Well, you know. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure I could get a used copy up at Beyond Bedtime on Potomac. Swing around the corner, get a pizza from Slice on Broadway. Definitely. Once you own the book, you can read it with pizza fingers. It's okay. It's not he's, like when you get them from the library. He's born in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. That's what I thought. He's got the accent, man. Like He's it, born in Milwaukee... He played for the Milwaukee Braves, Cardinals, Phillies, and Atlanta. 
and he was on Mr. Belvedere, which was well, a show yeah. set in Beaver Falls. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, like, why right. the writers chose Beaver Falls, but I don't think anybody from that show had like, like, none of the actors had any ties to Beaver Falls. Like, they were just playing characters. And when when I found out, I don't know how old I was that when I actually found out that Bob Euchre was an actual baseball announcer and not an actor. You know, because he, he was in Mr. Belvedere. Well, he, he was, was in, in the Major, Major League. League and he was first... in those Miller Lite ads. Was he in all three? I, I have no idea. But, like, I saw the first one. I know he's in the first two. And I was like, oh, that's the guy from Mr. Belvedere. Like, yeah. he's a good actor. I like that guy. He's funny. And, like, I was way way older than I probably should have been when someone, like, mentioned that, like, Bob Euchre's... I think it was when they got the new stadium and they, like, wait, made did, a statue of Did him. he, um... Did Bob Euchre... Was he also in those, uh, old, uh... The uh, spray paint commercial with Johnny Bench, no runs, no drips, no errors. What Krylon? Yeah, might have been. Was he was, been. was he in those commercials with Johnny Bench he back in the day some, in the eighties? There was somebody else on there with besides I, Johnny Bench. I don't know if it was. I'm gonna have to look that up. That's YouTube. That's some. That's some like late night drunken YouTubing. Like right there. Yeah, because I don't know. If it was, some some someday in the not too distant future, I think I'm just gonna sit down with some like bourbon. And like was and that my laptop? Because it was Johnny Bench <laughs> did the commercials for Krylon. No runs, no drips, no errors. Yeah, but I can't remember. But they had a, they had a different announcer who had like more of like an but, announcer. But case. I don't know if it was Bob Euchre or if it was Pete Rose or if it was like Steve Carlton. Or it wouldn't have been Pete Rose because Pete Rose would have sounded the exact same as Johnny Bench because they're both kind of like salty old baseball guys. And like Steve Carlton, I don't think would have done it because like from what I everything I've read about him is that he didn't like talking. Yeah. Like, he just wanted to pitch. He didn't even, like, talking to the media, like, after his starts. Right. So, like, I don't think he'd be selling spray paint to, like, me and my, like, little, like, criminal mischief friends in the early 90s. <laughs> you fucking EastEnders. I never, I never <laughs> tagged anything. Okay. I did tag things. <laughs> I never mean? tagged private property. I only tagged government property, though, so it's different. You grew up in Swissville. I grew up in Edgewood. Edgewood. I may or may not have spray painted on the Koenig Field steps, but you know what? Like, my parents, what are they going to do? Thirty years later, come get you for those steps. <laughs> what man. are you going to do? Thirty years later, come back for you? Yeah. Those right? things do um, the rebar show, and they don't so, care anymore. So you got the Dodgers are headed back to Miller Park. They're up three to two. I don't think the Dodgers are safe. I for some, I don't trust the Dodgers. I don't trust the Dodgers to win, even though they're projected to win over Milwaukee. I don't trust the Dodgers to win. Um, I don't trust I the think, Dodgers. I think this will go to a game seven. Every time I look at Jacob Turner, I just think of Gritty. Mm. He's like, yeah, like Gritty has ruined Dodger games for me. Now. Yeah, I, thanks I, a lot, Gritty. Yeah, I don't think this will. I don't think this will go to a. I don't think this will go. I think this will go to a game seven, and I, I I don't trust the Dodgers. Seriously, like it's. I mean, they fucked up too many times in the NLDS. They fucked up too many times in the ALCS, and they lost the World Series last year to Houston. I mean. Houston, I think, was a better team last year than they are this year. Actually, I think they're a really good team this year. They just ran into a way better team. The Red Sox were studs. I'm sorry. You win 110 games? Come on. Jackie Bradley Jr. with, like, nine RBIs yeah. in three games. I, I, okay. Um, I, the Red Sox are just studs. Craig, Craig Kimbrell, like, right now. giving us all heart I mean, attacks. I, I mean, any you know, the Houston, their best shot was for the Yankees to beat the Red Sox. Okay. I mean, that, that's all that was. I don't think Houston, the Houston's a very good team, and I do believe they'll be back to a World Series yeah, soon. Yeah, they're, they're still young. They got the core together. I mean, they'll be fine. They got Garrett Cole got for Cole a year or two. They got they're going Landers. They're going to go get another guy yeah. in the off season for pitching. They're going to go add another bat. 
I mean... Hey, you don't get to, like, repeat World Series very often. Like, that's great that no. they won one. Like, Who was the last one that repeated a World Series? I, I don't even know off the top of my head. Was it the Yankees? Oh, man, like... Uh, was it the Yankees? Did they win? They won five out of six, right? What, in, like, the late 90s? Late 90s, early 2000s. That's, that would be my guess. Uh, they, they won four out of six, or they won five out of six? They beat the Braves one year, and, like, the Padres the next. Yeah, I, 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 I think... Like, I might know. have been the Yankees repeated. I, I think that's the last team to repeat. Before that, who the fuck did it? Probably the Yankees. The, Yan- the answer is always the Yankees. In baseball, yeah, Maybe they got, the 20, they got what? The, what do they have? Twenty-eight World Series, something like that. It's yeah. like we were talking about earlier. Like, would have been awesome if we were sitting here talking about the Yankees in the World Series with Kutch and Walker. You know, we'd be so pumped about the Yankees right now. I would not be pumped about the Yankees. You that's, would. That's I would root for individual players. Not the team, but if the Red Sox were out of it, like you would, you would at least like say, "Hey, like, well played, well played, you guys." What if Cutch hit like a walk off home run to like win the World Series, dude? I'd be, I'd be not that it would happen, ecstatic, but, like, but you know, like I think you'd be ecstatic, and I think that you would root for the Yankees. Yeah, I would. Not, I'm not saying that that's how so, like, the Red Sox would go down in the playoffs. Like, so here you I go. I thought they were pretty damn good this year too. Here, here's another fun fun fact. Alex Cora. Red Sox manager. Yeah. First year manager. First time a first year manager is going to the World Series. He's also the first uh, Latino born Puerto Rican manager to go to the World Series. Um, also, what is Alex Cora most known for? He had a very travelish career in MLB. Journeyman. He was a journey. He played for the Red Sox. He was in between the 04 and the 09 World Series. So he didn't get a World Series as a player. He has a World Series as a coach because he was a coach for Houston last year. Um, yes. He was a coach for Houston last year, so he has a World Series ring as a coach. Doesn't have one as a player. He was in between the Red Sox World Series when he played for the Red Sox. He played for a couple different teams in Major League Baseball. What is Alex Cora's. What is he most. If, you're, if you follow baseball and whatnot, what's he most known for? Being the brother of Pirates third base coach Joey Cora. No. <laughs> I have no idea. So, you know, remember a guy by the name of Warren Morris? Womo. Yeah. I remember. I don't remember anything about Warren Morris except for that they called him Womo. So, in, so <laughs> which it, is, so which in, is funny because it's like how a baby would say Romo. So, so in, in 1996, okay. Warren Morris... Played for LSU. Okay. Alex Cora pitched for Miami. Okay. In game three of the 1996 College World Series, LSU versus Miami, in the bottom ninth inning with LSU down by two. Yeah. With a runner on second and Warren Morris coming to the plate, Cora throws the pitch that Warren Morris launched for a walk-off home run to win the College World Series in 1996 for LSU. Thank you very much! Okay, that's... That is your little fun fact. Didn't Warren Morris end up playing for the Pirates? At one point in time, he did. I mean... So... So he had a walk-off home so run in the... In the College, College World, World Series, Series to win the College World Series for LSU in 1996. And, and Alex football Cor- was served up by, by Alex Cora. And Alex Cora... played for Miami. And Alex Cora played for Miami. He was a pitcher... And Alex Cora laid on the mound and bawled his eyes out. Mm. 
See, I don't, I don't remember any of that. I do. Were you there? Were you like red shirt freshman? Okay, bitch. so <laughs> all right, so okay. Well, like it probably wasn't even on TV then, or was it? It was. It was on ESPN. Okay, so I, I don't know. Like <laughs> I was in high school, dude. I wasn't watching the College World Series. I watched Sports Center in the morning every day before the bus, eating my pop tarts, and I, I don't recall ever seeing like any walk-off home run in the College World Series, but I'm not saying it didn't happen. I'm not saying it didn't happen. I'll pull the video. Just saying it's not like this iconic moment like you presented it to be. And I, you know, giving up a walk-off home run is about as awesome for him, I'm sure, as being related to his brother. So I I stand, like, my answer is just as valid. So when they come back from the commercial break on Jeopardy, like they're going to be like, you were actually also right, Matt. Yeah. So, so three years ago <laughs> I was bartending at a bar in downtown and Alex Cora was working for ESPN at the time. Yeah. Uh, and he was in Pittsburgh covering the pirates and whoever else was in town. And he came walking into the bar that I was working at because I worked in a hotel bar at the time. And I was like, dude, good to see you. How's it going? He goes, not bad. I said, it's been a few years since I've seen you. He goes, when was the last time you saw me? I'm like, 1996. He goes, fuck you. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Did you tell him you were red Did you mention that? I was like, I was in the bullpen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Well, now he's managing for a World Series. Yeah, and I'm sitting here podcasting with you, fucker. Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey. Here and there, it's still well, all we're, fun. We're all here, yeah, it's fun. <laughs> I got your cat. Yeah, yeah, don't keep her. I actually can't. I got too many cats of my own. You go home with another cat, it'd be like, Julia would be happy. But she would. The other three would be but, like, what the she, fuck? She would, but then she'd be like, okay, but like, you gotta like force Steve to adopt a street cat next time you see him. Yeah. So yeah, that'd yeah. be like... You know, bring yeah. more cats out from the cold because it's cold. It is. And if you want a cat, now's a good time to adopt. It is. And if you don't like cats, don't be like the asshole in fucking Brookline. Don't shoot cats with yeah. arrows. It's not it's horrible. This cat here, Stella, is the sweetest cat. She's a rescue cat. She's a rescue cat. She's friendly. All your cats are rescue cats. In a manner of speaking, like Moses was born in a house. <laughs> Moses was born in an apartment. Right. But, like, our friends, you know, couldn't keep five kittens, so they had to, you know, so Moses would have been in a shelter if someone hadn't adopted him. And then Laser Wolf was, yes, like, trapped from the alley behind a restaurant in Lawrenceville and fostered by my sister-in-law in their basement, and he's adorable. And then, yeah, Teeny came from, like, a hoarding situation. That's, she came from a yeah. hoarding situation. So, uh, so, this past Sunday, um... Where you almost hit the football pool, and, yeah. uh, and I hit the first quarter at least. Something important actually happened. Um, something important actually happened. The Steelers played the Bungles. Division, um, division game in Cincinnati. Um, the, was it the Escalator Demise? Whatever the, the, uh, the, the whatever they call the, the, esca- yeah, the that big ass escalator, that the goes grain the, elevator. Yeah, Bill Hillgrove always calls it a grain elevator. Yeah, because it's just this is one huge escalator it goes from the yeah. top level, to the bottom to the outside gate, and you're good. And, if, and um, it's usually going down in like yeah, the five going, and a half minute mark of the fourth quarter, and it's full of Bengals fans crying because they're. Um, but it didn't. It didn't quite. 
So didn't get much use until after the game was in. Yeah, yeah. So, based so on the way the th- this got. whole game was a back-and-forth game all the way. Uh, ben Roethlisberger hit 10 different receivers for passes. Yeah. He utilized three tight ends. The tight ends were prevalent in this game. And I think the tight ends are going to be used a lot more. Vance McDonald, healthy. Dude's a beast. He trucked fucking Perfect. Yeah. And Perfect is who we think he is. A fuckhead. Yeah, he's out there like, you know, I doing mean, the dirty. I, did he get us did he get a fine at least? I on not on his lower in the shoulder on AB's helmet? I don't think I mean, so. I didn't hear anything about a fine. I didn't hear anything about a fine either. That doesn't mean that it doesn't didn't happen. I didn't hear anything about it. Um, I mean, I'm he on had Twitter a couple questionable. I follow the Steelers on Twitter. He had I follow a, everyone who like yeah. talks about the Steelers. He, he had a couple of he had a, he had a couple of uh, questionable plays, um, especially that one on AB with the lower in the shoulder. Uh, on and there. then he told Juju that he was next. Yeah, he told Juju he's like you're next. Which and, I don't have a problem with that. Like trash talk is trash talk. Trash talk. And trash I don't, don't want to. I don't want to get to a point where the NFL like where you're not allowed. It's like a it's a five yard penalty if you tell five somebody. Yard, Fifteen yard penalty up. personal foul against number fifty five on defense for telling number nineteen on offense that he was next. Quote and he's quote next and, and called him the N word at the same time. I mean, okay, like, so the N word thing is a rule that's been yeah, in place for a long time. Like and two years now. That's that, that's one thing, but I'm saying like you can't outlaw trash talk. Right. But when you've got somebody who's like a known headhunter, and then he headhunts your teammate, and then looks at you and says, "Now I'm going to headhunt." And when he goes, he's like, "You're next," and like, points at him. What are you supposed to do with that? I mean, the rule, I guess, is you got to make a play. Hmm. Um. And the league, the the responsibility of the league is not to outlaw trash talking; it's to punish people who cross the line physically. So what do you think about the defense on this game? Better. Um, Not as good as against the Falcons. No, but the Falcons suck. Yeah, the Falcons, their defense can't stop anybody. And the Steelers' defense... They held the score within reason. Could hold a college team. I mean... Except for Alabama. Like, as much as I hate Mixon, (laughs) like, he... He's a good back, and he yeah. had some good carries. Yeah, um, they they have AJ Green, so obviously a good so wide receiver. AJ Green is a stud wide receiver, and they've utilized him more this year in different packages. They got a new offensive coordinator that's utilizing him more, and Joe Hayden uh, covering him one on one. Joe Hayden is about maybe an inch and a half taller than you. He's between the size of you and me. Yeah, and I'm not that. I'm six foot. I'm lucky I made it to six foot, but. Joe Hayden's not a big dude, and he was covering A.J. Green, who is all of 6'4", 6'5". And he almost, and and Joe Hayden made that one move in the third quarter where he came in and cut A.J. Green and cut him short and went up and went for the ball, and if it wasn't just a little, if he was a little bit taller, he would have had the interception. He knocked it away, got both hands on it, and put it up and went over top of A.J. Green's hands and went out of bounds. But Joe that Hayden, was like a soccer goalie there. Yeah, that, that was. Um, yeah, I mean that that, that play. That's was, the right play though, as a yeah. cornerback. Like you, you, I mean, you don't want to. Everybody mocked Ike Taylor and yelled at him the whole time. He played for Steelers. Stone hands, stone hands. Can't catch. He's a fucking defensive back and a safety. You, you you're not. If you catch a ball, it's because you jumped the route and you got it. Yeah, it was underthrown. Or whatever. You're not there to actually catch. You're there to defend the if ball. If you get the ball, if it even touches your hands, 
Like, that's the point. You did your job. And, and like, yeah, people were really unfair to Ike. Because, Very unfair to Ike. You know what? Like, he played for the Steelers during a time when people were a lot less relaxed. Yeah. Because they hadn't won a Super Bowl in 30 years. Mm-hmm. And he's part of the reason that they did win two Super Bowls. Yes. During, like, the early 2000s. So, like, we're, we're thankful for Ike Taylor. And, like, let's all be a little more understanding about the role of a defensive back. And, like... I'm not sure. I'm not saying it, like a lot of people will be shitty, and like they'll say things like, "Oh, well, like there's a reason he's a defensive back, and it's because if you could actually catch the football, you'd be a wide receiver." Like it's not true, because like some people can catch the ball really well, and they can't fucking tackle. Right. Okay. And you need there's to be able to tackle to be a. Well, defensive the problem back is too. right now with the goddamn rules, they're throwing flags out for the the way they're tackling. Like you yeah. have like this. What, 18-inch square area to hit a guy? If you go below the waist, you're a fucking dirty player because the players don't want you going for the legs and the knees. If you go above if you go above chest level, then at that point, your helmet's going to hit their chin or their helmet or something, and yeah. you're going to get called for helmet to helmet. Like you, have, you have literally, what, uh, how, how an 18-inch window? Yeah. For the middle of the body? And then if you go ahead and grab them up and drive them and dump their ass in the fucking thing, then it's roughing on the fucking shit because you picked them up and dumped them. Well, Especially on the quarterback. On the quarterback. Like, For sure on the not, quarterback. Yeah, you can't do that to the quarterback, but you're, you're, I think you're still allowed to wrap up and dump a receiver. I think that that's probably what they would prefer you do. And, like, I think, you know, some teams, I think, are starting to get the hang of it and find better ways to tackle. Like, I've, I've seen some some examples in, in some games that I've seen this year where, like, they're going for more of, like, a wrap-up and, and rip-down, you know, like, get them by the knee, you know, and, yeah. and like, take them down. I mean, um, I, mean I, I did also see a targeting ejection in the South Carolina-Texas A&M game. Okay. Where, like, granted, like, I'm rooting for the Gamecocks. Well, you have to in your house. I don't have to. Like, I could just keep my mouth shut, or I could go in the other room and, like, secretly root for Texas A&M. That's not the issue. <laughs> I'm saying, like, I'm, you know, like, I'm kind of following the Gamecocks, and, like, I'd like them to win. But, like, I saw this. It was he, it was a Texas A&M cornerback who, pushing a Carolina receiver, like, out of bounds after he made the catch. You know, and just, like, his face mask hit the side of the receiver's helmet. And the receiver didn't even fall down. He didn't even, he didn't even like, he just he just handed the ball to the official. They didn't throw a flag. They reviewed it. The receiver walked back to his huddle. The defender walked back to his huddle. And then the ref got on the mic and was like, oh, we're reviewing that. Possible targeting. And, like, the first angle I saw, I was like, no way. The second time I saw it, I was like, maybe a little. And then the third angle was like, no way again. If he would have drove but him five yards. they still sent the guy off. If he would have drove him five yards into out of bounds and dumped him or literally led with his helmet. Yeah. Or not, that's targeting. He wasn't even tackling. He was, like, he was, like, reaching with one hand to try to, like, knock the ball away. And then when, like, the, the catch was made, he just, like, continued, like, running at normal speed. And, like, just, just to, like, basically, like, body check the guy out of bounds. And because you're wearing this, like, dome around your head that happened yeah. to, like, hit the dome around the other guy's head. Yeah, the game I mean, and gotten... I could be totally, and I'm not a neurologist, and I'm not, like, downplaying concussions. In oh, football, yeah, I'm not downplaying concussions. But, like, it was an example of one of these, like, targeting fouls that just really seemed like I mean, not a big deal. I mean, Heinz Ward has had, he he's like, I'd rather you fucking give me a concussion than 
then go, for, then my go knees. for my knees. Yeah. He goes, hit me in the head, then go for my knees. And that's the mentality that a lot of you these know, players have. Like, I don't have that mentality. I, and a lot of people who, like, write and talk about football for a living don't have that same mentality. I've had some concussions over the years, more than I probably yeah, yeah. should we, have. Yeah, we've gone into concussions, and we but, can talk about concussions until, yeah, like, I, the sun comes up. You know, but... Honestly, yeah, you go for the knees, that puts somebody off for a year. Concussion yeah. puts them off for a week. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these guys go ahead and they do their baseline testing and so forth, mm-hmm. like during training camp and all that. Mm-hmm. They purposely, like, fail. Oh, I know. And do, like, and give themselves this higher baseline than they really do have. So that way when they do get their bell rung, which is what it was called when we played. Uh-huh. Um, and, and, and we only played high school. We didn't go any further. But... It was, you know, they still passed their baseline. So they're like, oh, yeah, you can still go play. Meanwhile, yeah. they're, you know, I, I like, watched. It's like I always ask, like, what's Gronk's baseline exactly? I don't think he has a brain. So, Tide Pods, I mean, man. <laughs> He's the perfect spokesperson for Tide, Tide Pods. Exactly. But, I mean, so, so, these, so these guys, are like, they, they fail their baselines and make it a higher number. So when they do actually do have a concussion, they're like, no, oh, you can still play. You're good. I mean, uh, guys I worry about, like, down the road, future life, is like Troy Polamalu. You know, I mean, Steve Young retired from football after eight concussions. Polamalu had concussion issues, like, when they drafted him. Uh, yeah. It was I mean, like, it's like pro. Like, well, the Steelers took this guy, Polamalu, of safety from USC, like, pro. It took Polamalu. It took Paul We'll Mollis. track down the ball. We'll track down the ball carrier. Unmistakably, like, Dude, flowing locks. Paul like, Mollis got drafted. It took him three days to realize it was from the Steelers. <laughs> I mean... Well, I mean, <laughs> I don't think that's quite the case, but, you know... Do you watch Ballers at all? I, I've seen a couple episodes. I think it was Ballers this week, this past... And they were talking about concussions and whatnot, mm-hmm. and, and it might have been something else. So it might have been something else I watched. Oh, no. I watched the Say Al um, thing. Oh, yeah. And yeah. the guys, and it, it was the Say Al thing when they're like, man, they're like, man, I had a headache for 13 years. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, that's not good, though, man. Say Al did not end well. No, not at all. I'm just, I'm just saying, like, like that kind of made me sad watching that. Again, it's a great 30 for 30 production, but it made me sad watching it. I guess, like, my point is, like, as fans, we're just going to have to get used to. You know, games being decided by, like, ticky-tack calls. Because, like, the emphasis on safety, this isn't going away. Game, did you realize the Steelers game on Sunday went four and a half hours? Oh, I know. Yeah. Four and a half hours. And the refs didn't even call half the shit that was going on. Oh, I know. They, they, they even said at the beginning of the broadcast that the refs that are on this game have called the least penalties of all the ref teams. Yeah. In the league. And so I'm like, oh, so they put the rookies on the fucking Steelers Bengals game? This is gonna, this isn't gonna end well. Well, they're trying like, to break in a new generation of refs. You know, it's trial like trial by fire. It's like, I mean, the Steelers Bengals game usually had Ed Hockley on it. Yeah, but he retired. Well, so, that's what I'm they, they don't I have mean, enough. They don't have enough veteran officials anymore. They're kind of going through a transition. Like, remember when it seemed like all the refs were always old dudes? Yeah. Well, they're retiring. Mm-hmm. It's like how football coaches always seem like a bunch of old dudes. And now we got guys like Mike Tomlin and Sean McVay, who have like fewer gray hairs than me and you. But yet, Mike Tomlin's been a coach for what? 2006. Yeah, they hired him when he was like 36 years old. He's 2006, we're in 2018. Yeah. So he's been a Steelers coach for what? 12 years? Mm-hmm. 
I mean, it, it still fathoms me to think that the Steelers have had three head coaches since 1969, where teams like Cleveland have had three head coaches in one year. And that's why I'm always like, <laughs> it's not just me. Like, I mean, obviously the Rooneys are hesitant to fire coaches when things go a little bit off kilter. Mike Tomlin hasn't had a losing season. No, he hasn't. He has had an 8-8. Eight eight. The worst, he hasn't had a losing. The worst Steelers season, like, in recent memory was 6-10, and ten, and that got them Ben Roethlisberger. And they've been pretty damn Oh, yeah, yeah. that was Bill Cowher. But that was, yeah, like, But Bill Mike Cowher. Tomlin hasn't had a losing season. But Bill they could have fired Cowher the 6-10 year. They, they could have, some teams, would've. other teams would would've. have been like, we're going to bring in a new coach who's a quarterback guru. Yeah. And we're going to bring in John quarterback in the first, and they would have ended up with Philip Rivers. Or Eli Manning. Like, they would have traded, they, they would like, traded some, up. To like some some college yeah. coach who like didn't didn't have the chops for the to run an NFL program, and it would have been a total bust. Well, you but know they stuck with consistency, and they they had a defense minded coach with the first couple years of a rookie quarterback, and they you know, he ended up winning them a Super Bowl and then missing the playoffs the next year, and then they made the Super Bowl the next year, and they yeah they won the Super Bowl. I mean, yeah, I mean I I think Cowers last year it was kind of like. I finally won the Super Bowl. I'm going to coach this year and finish my contract out and retire. I don't like, think he wanted to miss the playoffs on purpose or not. No, like nobody wants to miss playoffs on but purpose. Yeah, but, yeah, like, it was just kind of like the fire was a little bit out, and it was time to move on, and he knew it. I mean, he... And they, they wouldn't have fired his, him. His last season was a was a winning record. He just missed the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, it was 9-7, but whatever. Um, but yeah. I was in India when Cower announced that he was done. I mean, Tomlin was... Tomlin's worst season was 8-8. Eight eight. Yeah. So he still hasn't had a losing season. And I know that, you know, he, when they hired Tomlin, Pittsburgh was up in arms. What the hell does Tomlin do? I, I thought it was fine, man. Like, you know, and... Everybody. It was a surprise. Everybody assumed that Russ Grimm was going to get the job. Oh, yeah. Russ Grimm thought he was going to get the job. But, you know, like... God, I think the reason I sure. the reason I like Tom was because he was a defense guy, and I I don't think he's uh, lived up to the hype. No, in, in this regard, well, he was a, he was, he a, was a cover two guy. He, he, he was, was a, a safeties coach guy. He was a Tony Dungy guy. He was a Tony Dungy guy, and he was a safeties coach underneath um, Gruden when they won the Super Bowl in Tampa yeah. in two thousand two. It's just a little surprising I mean, to me that that a the Steelers haven't changed from a three four base. No. In the past couple of years. If if Tomlin was a four three guy and if you had told me when they hired a four three guy that like, well he'll run three four a couple years and then they'll start to really suck at defense all of a sudden. But he will still run a three four, I'd See, be like, the, Well that sounds wrong. The like, problem with the Steelers defense is the problem with the Steelers defense all the time. The front four is not the problem. That's the well, fucking back three. The fucking safeties in the corners. Uh, since Palomalo's retired, and since no, Palomalo's second year before he retired, they don't get as much. They, I they don't have a, they don't have Casey Hampton either. Yeah, big you snack can, is not I mean, there. You, Casey Hampton's no Palomalu, but you know he's better than what they got. You know, yeah, unfortunately, Ka- Casey Hampton Hayward as a nose not tackle been as good as like they should be. Like, I mean, Hayward's a stud of the defense right now, and he should be. I mean, with the way the NFL is now, like, you're running these, like, nickel all the time. 
they really need to be able to get more pressure from like the down linemen. Like I'm afraid, I hate to say it, but I think the era of like the three four with four linebackers where you've got like two guys who drop into coverage and two end rushers. Right. Like that's going away because like teams are putting out and you got you TJ know, three Watt and four receivers and, and the TJ tight ends Watt's receivers. playing two positions most of the time. Yeah. He's playing D end and and uh, inside linebacker. If I'm Tomlin, like I don't even draft any more linebackers. Like they've all been busts, <sighs> except for like Worlds, who had one good year and then retired. No, Worlds had several good years, and he retired. He was he was franchise tag two years. Okay, all and right, then, and then and then he retired because he found God. Well, that's fine. And, and I've that's... talked to Jason. Was I waited on him the whole time? That's fine. Man. He was a gr- and I knew something was up with him when he quit drinking. Yeah. Okay. So when he comes in, I'm like, hey, you know, you, you know, glass of this wine. Like, you know what I mean? No, I'm done. What are you done? Yeah. I'm done drinking. Huh. Okay, good for you. Yeah. Not that he drank a lot. Not that he was a partier. Not that he was a Southside guy. Yeah. But, I mean. He would come in, have a good dinner, have a couple of good glasses of wine, and go home. As soon as he quit drinking, he would still come in for dinner. Went on and he drank iced tea. He quit. I'm like, what's going on? Then I find out that the, the one guy comes in and goes, ah, this is my pastor and whatnot. And it was with the judge. Was what this is? I'm like, oh, this yeah. can't be good. Oh, that's what like got him to thinking. Yeah. That's why he's like, yeah. He goes, I made like forty million in five and a half years. Take home. Yeah. He goes. He had. He played two years on the franchise tag at fucking fifteen million. Like. All I'm saying, like, good, good for Jason Worlds. Good for Jason Worlds. He was um, a great dude. You know, like, he was a hell of a player. He made his money. Jarvis Jones was a bust, and I took care of his ass for fucking years at the fucking restaurant and bar. And super nice dude, but he was a bust as a player. Yeah. Um. um okay, so we got T.J. Watt. T.J. Watt. It's I'm like my point. He's is, not J.J., but he's coming. My, he's coming into his own. He's a second year player. My point is that. It's not a three four league anymore. Like no, it's, it's like you you need to ha- you need to be able to get a pass rush with your guys who actually put a hand on the turf. Yeah, you need you, know? you need a four three, and play a middle a middle and inside and outside. Yeah, that's what you need. And you rush. You're the still in- going to have linebackers that are going to be able to drop into coverage. Like you don't hear about zone blitz anymore. They're hurt. Nobody wants to see a D line. Nobody and, wants to see somebody with a number in the nineties. On coverage anymore because right. these receivers, like they're Can too fast, that. they're yeah. too athletic and skilled, and you're not allowed to touch them anymore. I mean, the last time I wanted to see guys in the '90s covering people was Greg Lloyd and fucking Green. Right, but that was like the heyday of like, yeah, like zone blitz. Yeah, Dick LeBeau, man. You know, and then so you got guys coming in, and it sucks to say it. And I know the guy wants to play football. His health isn't letting him right now. But Brian Shazier was a big hurt. He's not coming back, back, man. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see him play again either. Because, look, he's been with the Steelers office and whatnot and learning the business side of the game and everything Mm -hmm. else like that. You know what? Don't play football again. You've made some good money while you played. The Steelers are paying out your contract. Obviously, you're not getting your bonuses. He's, yeah. he's still was a, as a IR guy, whatever. Go to the business side of the game. Go to coaching. Go to do that. Don't even – he wants to play football again. That, that's the player mentality. I want to play. I want to play. I want to work to play. He still can't walk without – he's walking without crutches or a cane I mean, or a walker. that's part of his recovery, yeah. so you can't take that away from him. No, you can't take it you away gotta, from him. you got to, like – 
be but, motivated yeah. for something, but like he'll probably get to a point where he's going to be like, oh, I can like jog around and stuff, but like yeah. I'm not I mean, nearly it, it, what I used to be. If he's able to come back to play, it's going to be what? Two more years? Yeah. So he'll be out of the game for four? Yeah, that's not smart. Like, I mean, <laughs> hey man, like I, I hope he's not listening right now because like. I don't think Grant is here listening to our podcast. Whatever you've got. Yeah, well, you know, if he is listening. Maybe like, I should send it to him direct on Twitter, but I mean. We should just go for a bike ride together, man. Like, let's just get healthy and go bike yeah, riding. I, I, me, you, and AB. That's, that'd be like my birthday present. You guys, like, hook me up. All right, folks. Uh, Steelers bye week this week, so hopefully you already set your fantasy lineups for the Thursday night don't game. Don't be like me. Don't be okay. like Matt. Don't be Matt. Don't be like Goofus. Be like Gallant. <laughs> like, wake up at like 10 o'clock, like, cook pancakes for whomever you live with, and then, like, make sure your uh, running back's not It was Jenny Lee French toast this Sunday in my house. Jenny Lee little, the uh, we had the pumpkin. Yeah. Jenny Lee bread. And uh, I made French toast out of that. Oh, that sounds good. That, that, was, that sounds that, really good. That was this house on Sunday. Nice. You made pancakes. Good for you. Well, that was last weekend. Right. But uh, Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, like, but this weekend, Steelers like, bye week. Make sure your fancy football set. Make time to make brunch. And um, make sure your fancy football set. It should be already set because it's a Thursday night game. I didn't have anybody going. The guy I'm playing I didn't have anybody going yeah. either. So I can still make changes to my lineup. Yeah. Um, other than that, uh, Hounds. Let's go Hounds, Saturday go night. Go Hounds, Saturday night. Bethlehem, Bethlehem. Steel. Um, and then we'll move on from that. Hashtag fill the mark. Fill the mark. Um, we will probably know who's playing in the World Series by the we'll next time. We'll probably have game one or two. By yeah, the time but, but by well, the time yeah. this episode drops. Well, no, um, yeah, this episode should drop it, in the next two it days. It will be like, yeah, it might be game seven the same yeah. day. Yeah. So, um yeah, watch the Dodgers and Brewers. We we didn't really talk about them much because that series is still way up in the air. But um, yeah. there's been some bad blood with base running, so mm-hmm. look for that. Look for Sparks to fly. Listen to Bob Euchre if you can because he's a treasure. He is a treasure. Um, yeah, man, baseball in October is the best, and we only have like maybe six more games left if you think about it. Potentially. Potentially. The Could. most you're going to have is six more games. Yeah. So, or the I'm, least you're going to have is six. The least is six. The most is ten. Yeah. So let's go. Let's play them all. That's what I say. <laughs> let's play them all. I want to see ten more baseball games. Let's play two. <clears throat> I don't know if I'm going to make it through this winter. Uh, all right, folks. It's been an awesome time chatting with y'all uh, about some great sports going on in the city and, of course, across the nation. And about our grocery shopping habits And about as grocery well. shopping habits as well and how shop and save and eat and uh, giant eagle or the devil with plastic bags. Yeah. <laughs> save the earth. Don't don't feed turtles straws. And, um, Take you know, reduce, bags. reuse, and recycle. Yeah. All right, folks. Have a great week. Uh, we'll be back to talk to you uh, next week. And hopefully we'll have a lot more baseball, maybe even a little basketball. Yeah, we'll do some basketball. Yeah, we'll do some basketball. Well, okay. Well, I'm going I'm to pick a team or two and give you a breakdown on the Eastern Conference and the NBA. Sweet. All right, folks. Have a good week. Enjoy. Hey, Ian's. Thanks for listening to Bold Sports. You can always listen at Sorgatron Media on Stitcher, iTunes, or wherever you uh, love to listen to podcasts. Make sure to catch us every Wednesday for your recap and breakdown of your favorite local sports and news of the weekend for the upcoming game expectations. 
You can contact us at Steve Renault on Twitter, at MMTacy on Twitter, or at BoldPGH on Twitter. Hashtag BoldSports. BoldPittsburgh on the Facebook or BoldPGH.com. 